Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Peak fact finding. <laughs> Peak fact finding. Yeah, I learned recently that Arizona is the sixth largest state in the union. Uh, and it, I mean, it, everything that we went to was like, it was either 30 minutes, uh-huh. which was fine. Yeah. Or like we drove to the Grand Canyon, which is three and a half hours away. Oh, yeah. And then we wanted to go, uh, one of his friends suggested that we go to Antelope Canyon, which was, we were like, oh, let's look into it. Let's check it out. Yeah. Five hours away. Oh, we were like, God. no, that's an entire. That's a whole thing. Day. You got to yeah. stay the night. Yeah. Or you can go there and back and that's it. You can't look at anything. Yeah, you can't. It's uh, like you want to go hiking there. And it's go, like, I'm not hiking. Turn around. <laughs> so Just touch it. One finger. Poke. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Get back in the car. <laughs> yeah. Don't even get out. Just lean out the window. Spread out. Touch it. In the west. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why true. it's hard to tour out there. Yeah. You got to plan to drive so much. Yeah. Yeah. We one of the things that we wanted to do was go to Oracle State Park, which is a dark sky park, like a certified oh dark yeah. sky, so you can that's see cool. like the Milky Way. Yeah, um, that's where we are. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it, there was a full moon that night. Oh, and it was really bright. You can't go stargazing with the full moon. It's like looking into a flashlight, and yeah. it was just like on the of all the times <laughs> but also so we got like 10 minutes out and then you know we were looking that up and we turned around and i was like honestly because it was two hours away so yeah. i was like that's four hours that i had to be in the car that's fair yeah so yeah that's for cool. anybody who doesn't know uh my boyfriend and i drove from kentucky to arizona in three days and then on the way back from arizona to kentucky in two days yeah and it was a lot and i'm about to drive to la and back yeah yeah, but it was great. I have never driven to Los Angeles, but I have driven from Los Angeles yeah. Yeah, three times in my life. Got your grandma's car or something? Yeah. Yeah. The first time I was five. It doesn't really count. I don't remember a lot of it. Yeah. But yeah, when I was 15. And then a couple years ago, when I got my grandma's car again, <laughs> <laughs> my aunt gave me her car when I was 15. Oh. And then a couple years ago, my parents took my grandma's car away yeah. because she has dementia and does not need to be driving no um especially because she's like i don't care if i crash and die <laughs> so they're like you can't have it anymore i feel that um yeah if i were old i'd be like fuck it <laughs> and that was yeah we drove from la yeah to I'm Kentucky, so. looking forward to it yeah it's really nice especially if you have all kinds of time and mm-hmm. we have to drive out there really quick because we're bringing a dog yeah not like super you know not like don't stop, but right. you know, <laughs> but you probably no, you won't can't, do like, anything on the way. Yeah. yeah, but you have the ride home. Yep, to do stuff, and we get to stay with her clients 
in LA. Oh, cool. Who are rich people. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> she was like, they said we could stay there if we wanted to, but we don't have to. And I was like, I want to stay in a rich person's house. Yeah, and it's for free. For free? I will stay in a not rich person's house for free. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I want to see how they live. Awesome. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Grand Canyon. Yeah. Very big. <laughs> Grand, I've heard. It's definitely, you know, it's one of those things where, like, you hear other people say it, and then you're like, okay, whatever. That like, it's so much bigger, but, like, you can't even, like, photos don't even do a job. And then you get there, and you're like, Jesus Christ, this is the <laughs> biggest thing I've ever seen. Like, it's so big. You sent us a picture, and I was like, oh, it's so green. Yeah. I've just always seen pictures where it's, like, orange mm-hmm. and red. Yeah. You know? I know. No, like, no offense to the desert, but <laughs> it's just not my aesthetic it was so nice to get home and be like ah things are green here yeah no offense to the desert sorry (laughs) desert listeners (laughs) you're alienating our (laughs) Our desert audience yeah i'm so sorry no (laughs) it's it is pretty yeah it's just not my yeah your aesthetic not my aesthetic but no yeah fair it was nice and it was warm yes so i'm looking forward to being warm Mm -hmm. yeah well, welcome back. I'm glad you're back. Thank you. What are we uh, back to? What are we doing here? We are recording a podcast. Yes. It's called Replay Rewind. It it's has about movies. The whole time. It's the whole time. <laughs> Since day one, actually. Yeah. Um, it's about kids' movies that we watched when we were kids, weirdly enough. And what we remember about them. So we're going to pick a movie, talk about what we remember happening, then we're going to go watch it, and then we're going to come back and tell you what actually happened. And... Tell you some cool trivia. Tell you some cool trivia about it. I'm Meat Wedge. I'm Bucket Snake. It has been a while since we recorded and I forgot the format of this podcast, so I don't have a question for you. Oh. I've run out of genie questions. Oh, yeah. There aren't a lot of genie questions, I guess. Yeah. I guess you could say, um, so last time we just said, like, if you had three wishes, what would they be? Yeah. And so this time I'm going to say, if you had, no, I did think of a question and I just remembered it. <laughs> if you were a genie. <laughs> I was going to say, reverse it. What would you live in? Oh, what would I live in? What would be like your little vessel? That's cute. Can I live in a terrarium? Sure. Like a tiny little terrarium? Oh my God, that would be amazing. Like just like the little ones yeah. that people make. I've and seen you're people... just like in there like floating around? Yeah. <laughs> that would be so cool. <laughs> I've seen people that make terrariums and I'd, I really want to try it in a jar that yeah. is sealed yeah. and you never have to open it because yes. it has its like own self-sustaining. like yeah, cycle of humidity yeah, like and, and weather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to cool. live in one of those as a genie. Yeah. Okay. And I would never leave. Someone would rub the terrarium and I'd be like, <laughs> no. Like, Nobody's home. <laughs> just hiding under a leaf. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. ain't no genie in here. There's no genie. It's just a terrarium. Yeah. <laughs> it's passed down for generations. I just put a shell on my back. I'm like, I'm a snail. Oh, <laughs> 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 <It> wishes? No. <laughs> I wish you would leave me alone. <laughs> what about you? What would you live in? Um... Oh, an easy bake oven. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I was trying to think of something like that would kind of maybe look kind of dingy, but then yeah. somebody would be like, oh, I could fix this or I could, you know, that's the, that's always like the yeah. genie scenario where somebody's like, it just needs a little love and we'll clean it up. And then right. it's like, a whole genie lives in here. <laughs> You'd be dressed like a little baker. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so cute. <laughs> just like oven mitt on one hand. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I got muffins. Your, your eyebrows are a little singed. <laughs> Who's hot in there? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Okay. That's what I would love it. I want to write these movies. That's cute. That would be cute. I like that. It's going to be a little snail genie and a little terrarium. <laughs> snail genie. <laughs> <laughs> and then I pop out and I'm a huge snail. <laughs> now your house is slimy. <laughs> For my first wish, I wish it weren't so slimy in here. <laughs> no. <laughs> this against the rules. <laughs> I'll give you all your wishes, but it will be slimy. <laughs> They're going to be slimy. Yep. Oh, you want a million dollars? Okay. But it's all stuck together. <laughs> you got to watch it. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Cool. Why are we talking about genies? Well, because it is the one year anniversary yeah. of that time we talked about that movie that doesn't exist. Yeah. And we launched our Patreon. That's true. We talked about Shazam last year. Yeah. And so now we're talking about the movie that does exist for real called Kazam. Yeah, which I don't know if I have any memories of this because I think it's all fake Shazam memories. <laughs> Sinbad was there and there's a pool party, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I truly don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I did see this movie. Yeah. Once, and what I remember about it is Shaq lives in a boombox. Oh, that's cute. And good for him. Yeah. And he's a dream. Do you live in a basketball name? Kazam. Wow. Don't typecast him, okay? He is launching his acting career. Oh my bad. It has nothing to do with basketball. Um, there's a point where he like he's like in his own shower. Like he just has a shower curtain around himself. Oh. And he's like taking a shower in there. Yeah. I think he has a little shower cap on. Because he's bald, that's the joke. Sure. Um uh, and then that's that's really all I got. There's like a little boy who, if I remember correctly, or maybe I'm just like, it's the 90s, so this is a pretty fair shot, has like a blonde bowl cut. Oh, yeah. Something is up with like his dad. His dad is, is like in a trouble. Brother and sister thing or just the little boy? I think it's just the little boy. The okay. brother and sister is from Shazam. <laughs> well, I didn't know how much of it, you know, was carried over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just one little boy. Okay. And yeah, I feel like his dad's in trouble and i also feel like does he have to like get even with him <laughs> <laughs> little I... blonde boys hair's too long his dad's a convict i turned on the roku <laughs> the other day and it was like you should watch the show called mr mayor and there was just like ted dancing staring at me and i was like i haven't forgotten getting even with dad <laughs> i could never forget other people might have forgotten theodore but not me <laughs> i'm assuming <laughs> theodore um, but I also kind of remember it being like a little bit too serious in parts. Like, oh yeah, like this kid is like maybe in danger at some point. Oh, like the like, stakes are too high. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like it, it needed to be more fun, and I was like, um, oh, I don't know that I'm having fun. This yeah. is kind of scary. Yeah, so. why would a movie with a basketball star as a genie not just be goofy? Right. It is goofy. It's just. Yeah, like some thugs maybe or threatening his dad or something. I don't I don't remember. Hmm. But uh that's all, that's about all I got. Interesting. And then I assume that everything is fine at the end. I mean, probably. Sinbad shows up and he's like, All right, <laughs> there's my a shift. genie duel. <laughs> genie duel. <laughs> it's like the wizard I just fight. <laughs> was gonna say Shaq like clocks out and oh. Sinbad clocks in, but <laughs> yeah. a wizard duel is fine. Well, that'd be fun if they fought about like it. Like an uh sword in the stone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I guess we should watch it. I guess so. Or I could just guess what happens. <laughs> you just rewrite it. Honestly, you'd probably do a really good job. Oh, thanks. And no one would know because no. the movie doesn't exist. I think 10 people have seen this movie. <laughs> 
I have probably. it on VHS, which might be the way that we have to watch it because oh. I don't know where it is. Oh, it may not be <laughs> streaming. Yeah, I don't know if it is or not, but one way or another. I have felt so old school recently because I ordered two of my favorite things. Like I ordered uh, my favorite movie and my favorite TV show because neither of them are streaming anywhere. Yeah. And I ordered them on DVD. Yeah. And I was just like, how does a DVD player work? <laughs> Like this is how far we've come. I have a tape player in my bedroom. I know how that works, but yeah. I was just like DVD player. <laughs> my brother said he was like at Walmart or somewhere the other day, and they had like a like a no skip Sony Walkman <gasps> for sale for like thirty dollars, and he was just like, "Who is the market for this? Uh, who we are. <laughs> who doesn't have like? Because then you gotta go. You gotta go buy the CDs. I know <laughs> you get one. <laughs> I think our generation." Though, I would say, send us a message if you still have your case of CDs from when you were growing Mm -hmm. up. I absolutely do. Yeah, I don't have mine, but (laughs) I bought my stepdad's car from him Mm -hmm. a few years ago, and his was in there. And I left it in there for like a year because I was like, what do I do with it? (laughs) (laughs) Eventually just threw it away because he didn't want it. It's nice to have a little booklet of CDs in yeah. your car just for like I will not listen to the radio but oh, I also am no. not interested in sitting in silence with my own thoughts and sometimes my phone dies yep so I'm like well I have a couple CDs in my car but just like in the console yeah but you know you remember the big like fold out oh yeah no I have yeah. I have one of those that holds like 120 CDs yeah, in it or, yeah. Oh, and yeah. you still have it yep that's what I'm saying like yep. there are people out there who will buy that I know but I don't still have it I don't take those CDs anyway. Like I'm not walking around with the one. Be like, I just want to listen to this one album for the next four hours. Like, no. I mean, we we could go on a rant about this about how streaming has killed the album. It's true, but it it's has. fine. That's not what we're here to do. We're no. gonna go watch a movie and come yep. back and talk about it. And yep. I'm not an old person. Nope, we're young and fresh. <laughs> um yeah go check out our Patreon because it's one years old today. Oh yay! Happy, Happy birthday. birthday to us. To us, we're both the five dollars we've made over the last year. (laughs) Maybe with your help, it could be (laughs) ten. I don't know. All right, we'll be back. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today.
Well, that was a fucking messy movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mess. It's a mess. It's so oh, it's just so sloppy. Yeah, I mean there's a plot sort of. For sure. Um there are several plots, I think yeah, is the problem. That's the problem. Too many Too plots. An overabundance of plot. Yeah, definitely. Um Yeah. And yeah, just candy. There's a lot of candy. Well, yeah. Made a mess. A lot of Pepsi. Do you notice how many times there were just straight up Pepsi cans? No, I guess not. Oh yeah. They yeah. like they're like Pepsi. This movie brought to you by Pepsi. <laughs> we will not be it's not down. Space Jam level. Yeah. But that's just like <laughs> this that was a fucking Pepsi movie. Yeah. So it's pretty rough. How Pepsi feels about well, Shaq works for what, Sprite now, I guess? Yeah, know. which is a Pepsi product. Right? Yeah, so it's fine. Shaq works for everybody. And Papa John's. And the general. And oh, yeah. now he has this like casino app that he has like a little avatar in. He's in the commercial for that. What? Yeah, he's in he's <laughs> he's doing everything. He's doing so much. Does he he doesn't still play basketball, right? No, he's far too old. Yeah, he's I was 50. gonna say he's old, right? Yeah. Um I saw him in something else too that he did a commercial maybe that was charles barkley <laughs> you're not charles barkley you just some wannabe that looks like charles barkley um be gone wannabe <laughs> wannabe i uh yeah he's he's all over the place but he's just so cute um, yeah mind he is cute it's fine um this movie though is not cute nope he cannot save it <sighs> i wish that this one was the one the Mandela effect. <laughs> this one got a sucked movie into the. Had to have been better. Yeah, this one should have gotten sucked into the ether. Yeah, but unfortunately, here it is. Let's talk about it. Oh, great. Um, do they say where this is set? Is it in New York? Do they specifically say New York? No. Or is it just supposed? To I think like it's just supposed to feel like New York. Okay. Although, someone on like the Goofs page was like. Um, the New York transit lines have blue diagonal lines, and you can see they're all yellow and orange, which is Los Angeles's colors. And I was like, okay, great. But yeah, I think it's supposed. It's just supposed to be like big city, the hood. Yeah, yeah, like, whatever. I mean, I, yeah, I guess it could be in LA. It just doesn't seem very sunny. No, it's kind or of warm. I mean, it doesn't seem cold. <laughs> it's that movie climate. Yeah, of just it, it's whatever you're wearing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a jacket, you're in a tank top. Who yep. knows? It's true. I, I don't know. That happens in real life, too, I guess. Yeah. The minute the sun comes out. I saw a, a dude when it was like 40 the other day wearing like a t-shirt and shorts. And I was like, sir. Yeah. It's not warm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but I want to think that it is. I do that sometimes. <laughs> I was like, I know it's only 55, but if I wear this dress, perhaps I will usher in. Yeah. Warmer weather. Well, I do get to a point where I'm like, I'm not wearing my coat anymore. Nope. <laughs> I'm done with that. Yep. Anyway. We're in this city, this messy city. Yep. City streets, everything's bleak. Yep. And there's a wrecking ball. It's like an abandoned building. Yep. They go to a place called Lamps. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think they made there? I don't know. They're sold. What Uh, could they have? Beef jerky. Right. Lamp flavored. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Shocking. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but... It's obviously empty, been out of business, super dusty. We hear a lot of like snoring and yawning and stretching and Yep. I I don't know. But yep. the noises of someone waking up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, in this very dusty abandoned old lamp 
store factory thing. <laughs> a restaurant. Right. <laughs> it's a lamp restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the camera keeps going back to like a red lamp. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then the wrecking ball hits the building. Yeah. The lamp falls and it screams and it breaks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's so much Shaq yelling in this movie. There Have is. you seen that tweet of him? Like, I'm at Knott's Berry Farm and my butt is too big to fit in the seat. And then there's just like seven A's and then in parentheses he put, that's me yelling. (laughs) (laughs) It's so cute. That's so cute. I feel bad that he can't ride the roller coasters. He's too big. He's too tall. He's too big. That's probably best though. He's probably like too tall. Like he would bonk his head. Yeah, that's true. Just decapitated. Yeah. Horrendous. Anyway, so then we get this kid walking through the streets of his school. I mean, walking through the halls of his school in the song. Slide, slide, slippity slide. When you're living in the city, it's do or die. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, I, But I'm just like, I don't, he's either late to class or he's just not interested in being in class. He's just kind of wandering around. Just, yeah. Not, not being at school. Making faces at his friends, his one friend through the door. Yeah. Avoiding the security guard. Having a good time. But then he gets jumped on by some classic bullies. They, they like, pull him into a bathroom. Yeah, yank him into a bathroom. Yeah, and he's like, oh, don't tell me this is about lunch money. And they spray paint his outline on the floor of the bathroom. Just part of it. Which is weird. Just his head and shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. And they take his lunch money. But he's like, hey, if you want like a really big score, you should check out this locker over on this street just like you know one of those lockers that you can rent like at a bus station I guess, right or yeah he's like this is the locker here's where it is and here's the key yeah and they're like stuff cool and then they leave and i'm like why did you they already took your lunch money and it wasn't like we want more they just yeah. were like he was like if you want a real score yeah he just gives them a key I, I don't know so he gives them this key and they're like great and then they leave and then he goes back to class and his teacher's like oh were you abducted by aliens again and he says you know, yeah, they wanted my eyeballs, but I didn't give them nothing. But then she <laughs> and asks, everyone in the class is like, ha 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 ha. Yeah, like, well, that class is not okay. No, <laughs> it's not doing anything. No, they're just throwing shit at each other. And the teacher asks him for the key to the supply closet, and he's like, "Oh, that I left it in the door." And she's like, "Yeah, you also didn't leave time for us to hear your presentation." And he's like, "Gosh, what a shame." Yeah. She's like, "Yeah, no problem. You can stay after school and give it to me then." Yep. And then the bell rings. I so I found the original script. Oh, on eBay. Oh, for five hundred dollars. No, including all of the many many revisions they went through. Yeah, and initially, like the scene with the bully, it didn't make much more sense. But the scene with the bullies, he's like, um, he's like, I can't get close to there because they'll recognize me, but you guys could go and we'll split it 50-50. Oh, No, yeah. he wants to split it 70-30 and yeah. then finally get down to like, whatever, whatever. So, But there's just like more motivation for him to be like, hey, get off my back. You know, I'll give you this key for this. Yeah. It's just really weird that he gives it up yeah, with no prompting. They in, were about to leave and yeah. then he was like, here you go. I mean, I guess he does it to play a joke on them. I guess. But it's dumb. And you know it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah. And you're going to get in trouble with your teacher for losing the key to the supply closet. Yeah, it doesn't so, make any sense, None really. of it makes any sense. No, but he's on his way home, riding his bike through the streets, and his mom is there cleaning. And as soon as he walks in, she's like, let me guess, you were kidnapped on the way home. Yeah. So we're establishing that he has a tendency to lie a lot, although this doesn't come up ever again. Nope. <laughs> and... and- 
it's just weird that in these two examples, you know, his teacher's like, let me guess, another alien abduction. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, hey. and then his mom's like, oh, you were kidnapped and sold to the zoo or whatever. And he's like, yeah. hey, hey. but he doesn't try to lie his way out of this. He's just like, my teacher held me back. You know, yeah. and my teacher made me go to detention. Yeah. And so it's just like, he's not lying. He's not lying to anyone. <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah, and yeah it's it, weird. it never comes up again. So I don't get the reason. Nope. But she figures out that he's like, because he got detention, because he didn't do his homework. And she's like, you're supposed to be home right after school because you're going to help me clean because Travis is coming over. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted the house to look nice. And he's like, I mean, (laughs) what does he say? Didn't you say men are like buses? There's always another one or something. And his mom's like, what? I (laughs) Yeah. He's just like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, she is talking about how she works double shifts and, you know, is trying to keep the house together. So we're establishing that. Yeah. And then Travis comes in, mm-hmm. who is the boyfriend. Yep. And uh, he doesn't, they don't get along. Max Travis and, and Travis. Max, yeah. yeah. My, her, his mom also says the, the motor to my vacuum cleaner is gone. And he's like, weird. Who would want to take that? Which they also never address again. Yeah. So they keep trying to set up all these things. Oh, Max is constantly telling these stories to people to yeah. get out of trouble or whatever. And Max is also, he like tinkers a lot and he makes yeah. a lot of things. Which Because the motor to the vacuum cleaner is in his room. Right. Yeah. And he's like building we, we a thing with it. see it a while later. But, but they don't talk about it. Again, yeah. It's another and one he doesn't do it. These movies where the main character, boy, kid. Yeah. builds weird shit but we never see it this is like replay rewind 90s movie bingo oh yeah absolutely get out your bingo cards because we are checking so many like divorced parents the kid's name is max the kid's name is max he has a bowl cut yes his teeth are bad (laughs) new boyfriend in the picture yeah tinkerer Um, yeah makes weird inventions is constantly lying gets like, picked on by bullies there's so it this is just quintessential across yeah. the board like 90s film yeah and i wonder if that's was the point they were just like these things all work in another in, in other, other movies, movies. Yeah. yeah so if we put them all together and it's sure to do work anything with yeah. Them. yeah so it's just really frustrating but Definitely. yeah so she she tries to sit down and talk to max but then Travis comes in, yeah, and it's yeah. just like, hey, did you tell him yet? And she's like, well, I mean, he's just got here, so I haven't had, you know, like, a second. Yeah. Um, but Max is like, well, tell me what? And she's like, well, Travis and I want to get engaged, which I was like, you you just say that you're engaged and then you're engaged. Yeah, it's you just really say it. Easy. Yeah. It's not, there's not, like, a process or anything at all. No. But she says, you know, we wanted the divorce papers to go through and be final before we got engaged. So. Yeah. But, you know, we just want to tell you. And Max gets really mad. And he's just like, why didn't you ask me? What about me? And he, like, storms out. Well, that's what they're doing. They're asking you. Right. They're tell- they're telling you right now. They're talking about it. Yeah. Right now. Before they do it. So. This kid needs so much help. He does. He needs boundaries. He needs yeah. to be grounded. He needs discipline and probably a therapist. Yeah. And a hairbrush. The conversation, I feel like, would make more sense if it was like, Travis is going to move in. Yeah. Because that would be, you know, something that is going to yeah affect Max's daily life. Just them being engaged is not going to change anything about his life. Yeah. They're not going to get married right away. Right. So. Yeah, it feels like this should have been about him moving in but they were like well we'll just make it about being in- i don't know yeah just, especially again, with what max weird. says at the very end of the movie 
Oh, yeah. Which let's I'm go jumping home. way. Yeah. He's yeah. like, are you coming? Yeah. And Travis is like, oh, I get to. And it's like, yeah. So it should have been him moving in and not. We want to get engaged. Like, then do it. <laughs> go for it. It changes nothing about Max's life. <sighs> so anyway, Max is on his bike again, riding yep. around all angry. Angry. And uh, the bullies see him. Yep. So they chase him down an alley. They get mad. They pull him off his bike. And they're like, this key didn't go to anything. You know, he's like, oh, were my instructions? You couldn't get the door open? No, there was no door. There your, was no locker number 338. Your map was stupid. Yeah. I was like, well, what map? But right. okay. Um, Whatever. Yeah. Um, But he, he makes it away. He's riding his bike. And they're chasing him. And they still manage to keep up with him. So, okay. Whatever. Yeah. But he runs into the condemned lamp store. Oh, Whoa. no. And he evades them and makes it all the way. He goes up like three flights of stairs and he's like hiding and they can't find him. But then he falls through a hole in the floor and falls all the way to the basement. Yeah. He falls through three floors. Yeah. But he lands on some garbage, which we know from all of the movies that we have watched. Yep. Will break your fall no matter what. Yeah. Just garbage. You just float safely down. Yeah. So the bullies are like, all right, well, since the fall didn't kill you, we will. So they start to go try and find him. And he's trying to hide under some cardboard, but he accidentally kicks a giant boombox, which huh. starts making a bunch of noise, and he can't get it to turn off. Um, this is a lamp store. Well. Not a boombox store. Listen, you gotta have some tunes <laughs> while you're making your lamps. Yeah. Yeah, so he's trying to hide, but the boombox is making noise, and he's, you know, the bullies find him because him falling through three stories was not enough for them. Nope. They're like, no, we have to also beat him up. Mm-hmm. But... Just as he's about to be punched, the tape deck opens and out comes a lot of light and swirling wind and CGI. Yeah. Gold fabric and a bunch of yelling. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's Shrek. It's Shrek wearing a big old turban. Yep. A lot of layers. Mm-hmm. Pointy shoes. Yeah. And these kids, rather than cheesing it after a man appeared out of nowhere, decide they're going to beat him up. <laughs> yeah. He's seven feet tall. Yeah. They're like, I'm going to hit this guy with a pipe. They're 10 years old. Well, there's eight of them. So, you know. Yeah, maybe. But he just, you know, kicks them all. Yep. <laughs> kicks them. And, I mean, he kicks one of them. He does. Yeah. And then um, and then Shaq sings a song. Yeah. <laughs> he says. <laughs> I'm really glad that you wrote it all down. Oh, I did. Ain't gonna make this a mystery. Don't want to do your time on Wishes 3. Watch it, boy. And then so a kid tries to attack him. He says, watch it, boy. Yeah. You don't want to diss me or I'll dish out my misery. Now, who's that sorry wannabe that disturbed my Z's? And everybody's like, uh, that guy. <sighs> so the bullies finally leave. And the genie is still going. Yeah, he, he spins around with his arms crossed. Says, if you want to be number one, I'm sorry, boy, that's been done. But if you got the itches for a sack of riches, no matter how avaricious, I'm the man that could grant your wishes. I don't have anything to say. Uh-huh. So Max tries to <laughs> run away. But, oh, so suddenly this guy is standing in front of him, even though he was just 10 feet over there. Wow, crazy. And he's still yelling. And he says, hey, don't turn your butt on me. I'm the man of the ages, straight out of the pages. Hang on, I'm contagious. Outrageous, spontaneous, you can't contain this. I am Kazam. <laughs> and Max goes, well, I'm really happy for you, and leaves. <laughs> Which is actually really funny. Yeah, he just, just like, like ducks. And, yeah, yeah, congrats. I'm really happy for you. Yep. 
Yeah, and he keeps trying to leave. Yeah. But Kazam is like, listen, I'm your genie. You have to make wishes. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get this over with so I can go back to sleep. Yeah. And he says, okay, I wish I was as big as you, but not as ugly. Yeah. <laughs> and he's Kazam like, says- hey, that's not a wish. That's an insult. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> hey. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this kid is going to spend his entire life getting his ass kicked. Yeah. Like. Just the rest of his life. Yeah, because this, this is, is just who he is. I know. This is how he talks to strangers. Picking a fight with a man who is obviously insane. Yeah. And, and huge. seven feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But Max gets outside mm-hmm. and Kazam is there mm-hmm. already. And when he gets there, he explains, listen, I only do material wishes, you know, like stuff and things, nothing ethereal. Right. And, uh, you know, so make your wishes. Yeah. This feels very like it wanted to be Aladdin. Mm-hmm. You know, the genie comes out of the lamp, he sings a song, and then he gives his rules, mm-hmm. which is what just happened. Mm-hmm. But it's bad. Yes. Weird. Yeah, Max is like, okay, you know what? Fine. I want a car. I want a black Jaguar XKE, which is like, why? You can't, you're 12. Because you he, cannot drive. I mean, he, you know, he's like, that's true. He doesn't he think it's do actually it. going to happen. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. just like, okay, yeah, here, show, show, prove to me that you're a genie. And Kazam tries to do it, but he cannot because he's uh, rusty, I guess. His magic is broken. Just keeps making a weird noise. So Max is like, yeah, okay, I'm leaving. Goodbye. And Kazam is just like trying to make anything happen. And some gold like flames shoot out of his fingers and then they turn on him and he disappears in a puff of smoke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the bullies are still there waiting for Max because they're obsessed with this kid. Yeah. And he's like, hey, Kazoo! <laughs> Kazoo, come help! But Kazam is gone, and the bullies grab him and beat him up, presumably. We don't watch it happen. No, we don't see it. But, uh, but he does can... have like a, some scuffs on his little yeah. face. Yeah. I... Mm. <laughs> Throughout this movie, Max makes wishes, mm-hmm. and he just doesn't fulfill them. Yep. That's not how the rules like the later he's like no that's not a good wish yep what yeah <laughs> he's he's more powerful okay <sighs> he gets to decide i guess also your magic is rusty what i feel like they did that because they were like well we have to drag this movie out yeah if he just he could just make three wishes and then the plot would end yeah if you he know? had given him a jaguar right then then max would have been like oh tight okay i also want these things and then poof no more genie but yeah, they have to be friends the movie is over but it also <laughs> it just keeps going back and forth and we'll see it here in a minute between kazam following max around and yeah. being like and bothering him constantly and max is like but your wishes your, your magic doesn't fucking work i asked for something and it didn't so you're just yeah. a crazy person you've not shown me anything to right. prove that you're a genie i don't know it's just weird because he's like come on wish for stuff and i can go come on come on come on do it and then max is like no and he's like well what if we start small and it's like but you it doesn't work yeah it's <laughs> I not don't know. it's not working yeah uh yeah so he do- he goes back and forth between like annoying the shit out of max and also ignoring him yeah and being mean to him sometimes yeah. and then like but trying worry. to be his friend. They're friends in the end. Sure. For whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Max gets back home mm-hmm. and he tries to sneak in. But of course, his mom. Does his mom have a name? Alice. Alice. Yeah. It takes a while for us to learn it. But yes. Yeah. Alice and Travis hear him come in and his mom is like, what happened to your face? Mm-hmm. Your tooth. <laughs> <laughs> I was already like that. <laughs> uh, I can't make it through one episode without quoting Willy Wonka. 
<laughs> um, but he just gets mad and goes to his room. Like he doesn't answer and he just goes and slams his door. Uh-huh. His mom's like, Max, let's talk about it. And Travis is Max. like, I'll handle this. Uh-huh. And so. So Travis goes into his room and Max is, I don't know, working on his bike or taking it apart or something. It looks like he's just breaking the yeah the spokes on spokes. his wheels. Like why? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, he's, you know, an inventor. Yeah. Because he's a 90s main character. Yep. And he has to be. And he also, like, they just try so hard to establish so many things because he has like a whole galaxy ceiling yeah and travis is like oh you finished it mm-hmm. and it's like what is it it's just some holes poked in some black paper i think i guess i don't know anyway um you know travis like tries to touch something and the only thing max says to him is like don't touch that and then yeah. travis tries to ask a bunch of questions none of which get answered and finally travis says you don't like me very much do you but he says you know i'm not trying to take the place of your dad i just love your mom very much and i want to marry her and i would like for us to be friends and anytime you want to talk, I'll be there. And then he leaves. And I'm like, wow, you uh, sure handled that one, Travis. Really figured out what happened to his face. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it was a nice thing to say. It No, it definitely was. He just, you know. I don't know if now was the time. Right. <laughs> because he clearly got punched today. Yep. Not the issue at hand, Travis. Yeah. But Max goes to bed fully dressed. Of course. Then he wakes up the next day. Uh, but no one's home. So his mom left him a note and there's a bunch of mail on the table and he sees the divorce papers and on the divorce papers is his dad's name and address. Yeah. He looks at it like he didn't know what his dad's name even was. Yeah. He says it out loud. Like it's the first time that he's hearing it. Yeah. And he's 12. Yep. And his parents split up when he was two. Yep. So they've been split up for 10 years. Yeah. And they still haven't gotten divorced. Nope. Okay. Uh-huh. It's wild. Yeah. But so Max is like walking somewhere and he keeps seeing Kazam following him, but then poorly trying to hide. Yeah. At one point, though, he does have like the tabloids. Yeah. And he like is standing there holding them over his face. And the headline is, we name the Unabomber. And it has the Unabomber sketch. Yeah. And I was like, ah, the times. Ah. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. So finally, Max turns around and runs into him. And Kazam holds out an ice cream cone upside down. Mm-hmm. So the ice cream is in his hand. Mm-hmm. And he says, don't you wish you had one of these? <laughs> Like, this man is insane. I do like every time Shaq's face is, like, completely neutral, and then he goes from, like, neutral to smiling really big. Yeah. And it's it's just really cute. But I also, I'm like, okay, why was he following him and trying to hide if he then showed up right behind him to bother him? Also, uh, to be fair, uh, I don't think that Shaq is a bad actor, actually. No, he's great. He is is better at acting in this than michael jordan was yeah in space jam he does a great job he was just given garbage to work with. yeah it's just it's not his fault a bad movie mm-hmm. that somebody gave a lot of money to i guess oh yeah but so then he gets to the address i guess that he read on his dad's information which i yeah. assumed was going to be his house no it's a business but it's a business that says it's closed works. yeah and he like tries to just sneak in because the rules don't apply to him but then a guy is like Hey, can't you read the sign? We're close. Get out of here. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, I'll just go in the back way. And it's like a nightclub that yeah. is still being worked on because somebody's like, hey, I need some finishing nails. But they're also planning on having an event there that night. So it's in various levels. Well, of disarray. yeah. 
finishing nails. They're sure, finished. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, he just kind of follows this lady around and then sees a guy. It's not really an uh, it's just a room. It's a, a room lot of people full in of it people bustling. Working on stuff. Yeah. Doing nothing. And then we see a guy on the phone who says that his name is Nick Mateo. Mm-hmm. And so Max is like, oh, that's my dad. And, and you can only see the back of his head. He's yeah. like, whoa, what's he look like? What's my dad doing? Ooh, Weird. He's got curly hair like me. Yeah. They did. <laughs> it is funny. He and his dad have the same hair color. Mm-hmm. And he and his mom have the same haircut. Yes. <laughs> Which I just think is very funny. Like, see, obviously they're child. Yeah, family resemblance. Yep. Or they just have the same stylist. Yeah. Yeah. So Max stands there kind of eavesdropping for a minute and then somebody opens the door and everybody looks at him and they're like, why are there? Why is there a kid here? Mm-hmm. And Max looks at his dad and is like, hi, I'm Max. And Nick says, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> If you're looking for somebody, maybe try downstairs. Yep. Don't care. Yeah. So then Nick like walks past him and Mm. Kazam says something to him. And I'm guessing it's Arabic. It just keeps saying a foreign language, which is very helpful. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. But (laughs) not English. He curses him. Like he's like, may the fleas of camels forever chew on your nether regions or something like that. Yeah. And Nick's like, thanks. But I'm like, why the open hostility towards this man that you literally just met? Yeah, Max why do you is trying to connect with? I hate this man. Yeah, like you don't even Sam yeah, doesn't even know the situation yet. No. But anyway, so he says, "So tough guy, who was that loser?" And Max says, "That was my dad." Yep. And that, that's the address that he put for his divorce papers. Yeah, his business address, I guess. It's he doesn't even own it. We find out later. That's true. He just works there. Yeah. What? Huh? Unless he had to be like tracked down. For Maybe. them to serve him the papers. Maybe. I mean, that, that was it the was, only one address they could find. Yeah. Or he doesn't want any like legal. Because he says later that the cops are all looking for him or whatever. Yeah. So maybe he's just like, I didn't want to put my home address on anything. At, I don't know. I don't think you're allowed to do that. But I don't know. I'm, I'm a hairdresser. A lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> so now, uh, I don't know. Sad tunes at sunset mm-hmm. is going on. It's getting dark. Max is riding his bike through the street and he has this big hideout in the middle of the city, I suppose. Mm -hmm. There's like a big recliner and a bunch of lights and he flips a switch and all the lights come on and there's just like junk everywhere. Yeah. I I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he hears some whooshing sounds and there's Kazam. Yep. There's Kazaa. Whoa. Whoa. Plot of this movie. Part of it is about bootlegging <gasps> music. Oh shit! Is that why Kazam was stole called Kazam? <laughs> Kazam. Kazam. <laughs> totally did. Yeah, Kazam is like, man, was that guy really your father? Even though it's like hours later. Yeah. So he could have asked him at any point. Yeah, it's almost like they walked out of the building and just went in two separate directions. Yeah, and didn't or communicate. Max walked down the hallway and Kazam just stood there yeah. in the hallway for the next four hours going huh. <laughs> and then realized that Max was gone yeah. I don't know anyway he's like you know he says he acted like he didn't even know you and Max was like well I was two the last time that he saw me so he doesn't recognize me but things are gonna be different now yeah and Kazam is like Oh, that's a long time. It's not like two or three thousand years, but like it's a long time. <laughs> yep. Yep. Good job. Uh, yep. Well mathed. 
yeah so max is like things are gonna be different now i'm gonna me and my dad are gonna work together we're gonna hang out everything's better and kazam is like well why didn't you tell him that he was your dad Mm -hmm. and max just gets mad and tells him to leave him alone yep and then he gets on his bike and tries to ride away but kazam says i have rules Mm -hmm. i can't show my magic to anyone but you and i can't leave until you make three wishes yeah and and just for things just wish for things and then i can go yeah and (laughs) even yeah even if this guy was just an insane person yeah just make three wishes yeah and then he'll leave you alone yep i mean he did already try to make one wish and it didn't work out and max does say well you know your wish was so great last time right and he's like well if we just start little i'm like yeah just you know i wish i had a pop tart he can i don't understand (laughs) don't just like had ice cream so yeah he could just be like i wish that i had five cents i wish i had today's newspaper yeah whatever just leave me alone yeah and then he would go but no max is like meh you're just a crazy person who keeps following me but he also like doesn't go to the cops to be like this man keeps following me around yeah yeah and so max is like deal with this and is like i'm leaving well he tries to run him over with his bike yeah he shows up out of nowhere and like clips him with his bike Mm mm-hmm I'm like, he's built like a fridge, <laughs> okay? <laughs> You're not. Yeah, 12-year-old on a bike is not going to take him out. No. But then Kazam, like, looks down and sees a bike and is like, my turn. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. What? First of all. He says it so confidently. And then he's nervous the whole time he's on the bike. <laughs> Immediately is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he's obviously just, like, way too big for it. Yeah. So I'm like, what was the whole, like, my turn thing? You could have easily cut that out. And now they're it's immediately uh, contradicted. But anyway. Now they're racing on yeah. their bikes. He's chasing him around. He's like, what do I got to do, kid? And then Max is like, you're on my turf now. Which I'm like, what turf? What are you talking about? What does any of this mean? So like, they're, they're racing and Shaq's like, I'm going to win this race. Or maybe Max says that he is. And they're like, no way. And then Kazam's bike starts glowing mm. and getting bigger and more ornate. Yeah. There's like, stuff all over it. Uh-huh. And Max is like, Kazam, watch out, because he's about to run into like a wall and he goes flying up in the air. And Max says, Wow, you are a genie. Yeah. Which I'm like, okay, obviously the magic didn't work out, but the fact that he remember, just keeps remember when you were in a basement yeah. and you left and then the guy was already outside. Yeah. How do you think he was doing that? He's fast. He's seven feet tall. He's, he's fast. <laughs> he's <a laughs> he fast just man. took one big step. And then there he was. Hey, if you're listening to this, take a shot every time I say he's seven feet tall. Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure I've already said it like 12 times. And you would be trash. Yeah, don't do it. If you're driving, we'll have to go to work later. Yeah. So Kazam starts rhyming again. Like, not rapping, but just like... Yeah, it's just a slow... He's a slow pace when he raps. in rhyme. Yep. What's the matter? Your tongue is broken? At a time like this, you should be stoken. I was really worried he was going to say stroken. Yeah. But Stoken isn't really that much better. Nope. You know the rules. Now comply. Kazam. He got unlimited supply. Of what? What does that mean? <laughs> so Max says, okay, I wish I had junk food from here to the sky. And Kazam's like, higher than high. Why not? Okay, let's do it. Yeah. And he's like, I am Kazam. And he does his little magic thing. And nothing happens. Nothing happens. Until a single cheeseburger lands on the ground. Yep. And then a burrito. Yep. 
And then a couple more cheeseburgers and burritos. Yep. They all just keep going. Plah. It's a really gross noise. Yeah. Also, they never in this part show like the sky. They just show the things hit the ground. And I feel like you can almost see like the person's like hand, you know, like the trajectory of <laughs> yeah. it is like just somebody's like just throwing it from the side. Yeah. So then it starts raining French fries. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly there's a bunch of food falling down. And it looks like Cloudy with a chance of meatballs. Yep. It's candy. There's just candy. Yeah, a ton of candy. candy. Which at least the candy is in the wrappers because everything else is not. It's just loose French fries. And just like a stack of pizzas that nearly crushes Max to death. And pancakes. Yeah. Covered in syrup. That's sticky. Yeah. And none of this is... You can't eat it. No. I wouldn't want to anyway. Just loose fries. Yeah. <laughs> loose. And a ton of Pepsi. There's just yeah. Pepsi everywhere. Max is not impressed because he sucks. He's just like, oh, what? No. Blah, 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 blah. Like, <laughs> I, I fucking hate this kid. <laughs> like, I don't mean to be an asshole well, to a child. Well. But I'll do it. I mean, this kid sucks. He's just he sucks. He's I, angry, which is not his fault, and he has no kind of direction at home. Like his mom can't, yeah, because she works keep all the time. Any kind of like hold on him, but but he has this huge chip on his shoulder about his dad not being around. Yeah, and he acts like it happened recently. Right. He has never known his father. Right. This is just his life. Right. This is it's the same that it's always been. Yeah. And so why is he so upset about it? I don't know. And like just mean and angry and mad. Right. So he reveals that what he really wants is all I want is for my mom and dad to fall back in love, which I mean, they probably never were. Let's be honest. Yeah. But probably whatever. Not. It's been 10 years since they saw each other and you don't know him. And like, why don't you just get to know this guy who makes your mom happy and is yeah. a part of your life? Why and do is you a firefighter feel and so like, attached to this guy that abandoned you? Yeah. You don't even have his name. Yeah. You didn't even know his name. But Kazam is like, I don't do that kind of stuff. Yes. No falling in love or talking to God or bringing people back from the dead. Mm -hmm. I can't bring it back from the dead. It's not a pretty picture. <laughs> yeah. He's a material girl. Genie. <laughs> and Max realizes that until he makes two more wishes, Kazam is going to be following him around everywhere. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. Because he was annoyed, and now he's like, oh, so you're my slave? Yes. He says, this means I own you, which I was like, choices. Yeah, white kid. Uh-huh. And Kazam's like, yeah. I mean, because he's like, when, you know, is there a time limit on when I'm supposed to make these wishes? And Kazam's like, I mean, now, preferably. Yeah. And Max is like, no, I'm keeping you around. But, like, why? Oh. He's like, you're going to so do whatever I say. It's the like, movie why? can be longer? Why would he do whatever you say? Yeah. Because he doesn't want to be there so badly? I don't know. I don't know. Because he keeps saying, he says it three times in this movie, this world gives me tension. Yeah. So I guess, I, I don't know, I just wish they would have played up on that more where he was just like, listen, being in this world is physically uncomfortable for me and I would yeah. really like to leave. And Max was like, yeah, okay, well, unless you do what I say, I'm not granting. But he, they don't really do that. No, they don't. And he doesn't seem to be tense. No. He f fits in fine. Yeah. He's having a good time. He makes friends. Yep. A rap career. Yeah. Also, it turns out he has to eat. Yeah, he's hungry. Uh-huh. And he's following Max somewhere. And Max is like, well, you know, I'm not hungry. Yep. It's not lunchtime, according to my watch. Yeah. And then his watch flies off his arm. Yeah, which he finds weird. He goes, my fossil watch. 
this is a sponsored movie it truly is and so he gets his watch he looks at it i guess it's not working because instead of putting it back on he puts it in his pocket and then when he pulls his hand out of his pocket it's like covered in bubble gum yep so kazam is just like playing tricks on him yep and max is like i'm gonna kick your ass if you don't quit basically he's like i'm gonna yeah donate your brain to science yeah i was like i'm (laughs) just kept i'm gonna do something to your brain (laughs) and uh yeah, he's like, you're going to do whatever I say. Yeah, yeah. I guess Kazam is like, I'm going to annoy you until you give give your wishes so that I can go. But I don't know. There's just not enough explanation. I don't either. And he, Max runs off and Kazam runs after him and his pants fall down. Yeah. And he doesn't do anything about it until he gets to the other side of the street. Which yeah. I'm like, he's magic. He could just. Could he? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They're headed back to Max's dad's workplace. Mm-hmm. Max wanders off to find his dad and he tells Kazam to stay put. Kazam, there's like a DJ testing out the equipment and he gets called away to do something. So Kazam, this part is so fucking weird. Kazam is like, oh, I want to touch the DJ buttons. So he's like touching buttons and then the bodyguard security guy comes up and is like, yep. Oh, you let, this isn't a toy store or something. And then just puts a cigarette out on his own palm on his own hand he says this isn't a toy store unless you want to play my game and puts his cigarette out on his own hand and kazam goes impressive but like just tell him to leave yeah just be like like, hey "Hey, man man, you can't be back here don't touch that not hard but no he has to get weirdly aggressive and violent immediately at this man who is very much bigger than he is how tall is he seven foot one wow take a shot that counts Max is still looking for his dad. We see that Debrat is there. Uh-huh. Wow, so 90s. Yeah. And I guess they make live records there. They record them. There. They record live That's shows? That's their thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess. Um, yeah, there's a... The Debrat like, kind of hits on his dad, which is weird. Yeah. Made me a little bit uncomfy. Um... Anyway, a guy named Ed brings Max into the room and is like, I found this kid wandering around backstage. And Nick is like, who are you? And Max is like, we just met yesterday. Right. You don't remember my name. But Nick says, who let this kid in here? What is this, an amusement park? And everybody's like, ha, 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 ha. Like, it's the funniest joke they've ever heard. And it's not. It's not. When I thought he was the owner of the place, I was like, well, it makes sense that everyone's trying to kiss up to him. But he's not. He just fucking works there. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't get it. He says, well, Mac, your tour is over. And Mac says, it's not Mac. It's Max. Maxwell. Mm-hmm. His dad's like, okay, Maxwell. Right. And then he says, Maxwell Connor. Yeah. And then <gasps> Nick like looks, uh, like actually looks at him. Yeah. And is like, oh, hang on. Wait a minute. You are my child. I have a son named Maxwell Connor. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So he gets excited. He's like, everybody, this is my son. This is my boy, Maxwell Mateo. He introduces him. He's like, I want you to meet. He's introducing him to all these people. It's Debrat. It's, you know, this guy. I don't know. Check this out. Listen to this. Check this out. Isn't this great? A lady tries to give him champagne yeah. for some reason. And then he's like, no, I get out. He's a kid. Hey, don't we have some pizza coming? You're like, pizza, don't you, kid? Like, and he's just so excited all of a sudden. And then he says, uh, I want you to meet this lady. Her name's Asia Moon. Uh-huh. And we do the, like, slow pan of her face while she's smiling down at Max. And 
that and he's like oh and i'm like all right so we can check unnecessary slash uncomfy romance off on our 90s bingo card yeah but this also she is not a character she doesn't come up again they don't like like become friends or you know well she she's around for the rest of the movie i mean she's around but it's not like but she and she like they the way they <laughs> introduce her is like this is the beginning right of a new important character no no she tries to be yeah. they try to make her an important character but they fail so hard yeah and i don't get it <sighs> anyway nick asks max how old he is and mm-hmm. he says he's 12 yeah his dad looks sad and also like <laughs> oh shit i probably shouldn't have a 12 year old in here <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then kazam shows up with pizza mm-hmm. pizza zam he says <sighs> <laughs> and then Max and Kazam make faces at each other and Nick's like, you know this guy? No. Nope, never seen him. So now we're back at the house. Travis is like, I don't know, maybe a football or a soccer ball? And I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? I guess, Yeah, I he's, guess he's trying to think of like a gift to give Max. Right. Which he's like, him. I just want to give him something to do, basically. You know, he's yeah. like, I would like to give him an activity, like, you know, maybe we can buy, I don't know, whatever. Alice is like, this is not a time for presents. He's like, it's not, I'm not rewarding him. I just want yeah. to, like, try and help him. Yeah. But so he shows up. His mom yells at him because he hasn't been at school for the last two days. And Travis immediately just starts talking over her. You know, yeah. He's like, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. Max, you know, or maybe we should all sit down and talk. And she's like, um, I'm not done, actually. I yeah. was in the middle of a sentence. You're grounded, mister. Like, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know. You're going to go to school. You're going to come home. And you're going to start doing chores. Yeah. And Max is like, what chores am I going to do? Milk the cows? Feed the chickens? Right. I don't get it. Uh-huh. And then again, Travis starts talking over Alice and goes, hey, okay, hang on. Let's let's forget about chores, okay? What we're trying to say here, Max, is that we just want to help you. And I'm like, I get that he's going to be a part of this family, but step one should be talking to Alice yeah. privately about yeah. how they're going to parent this kid and, and not, not talking over her. Yeah, and undoing the things that she... Yeah. She's trying to set boundaries. Right, and undermining he's like, no. all of her authority right there yeah. in front of him. But he also says, we're going to get you a tutor, and I'm going to start picking you up from school. Yep. And Max is like, nah. Yeah. Max says, he's not picking me up from school. You know, just completely, like, ignoring him and talking to his mom. And she tells him to watch his mouth, and Max says, you watch yours. Which I was like, yikes. Yeah. But, I mean, she has not disciplined him at all. No. And she's also lied to him, because he says, you said that my dad wasn't around, and he is. I've seen him. Yep. And yep. Alice, so Alice follows him and is like, listen, you're right. I lied. He just showed up a few months ago and I didn't know what to do, but I want you to have a real dad. That's what Travis is here for. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's going to be around that you can count on. Yeah. Which is fair. There's so many problems in this movie, again, that could be solved by parents just talking to their kids. Like, mm-hmm. there's no reason. You don't have to tell kids everything. No. But you don't just act like his dad doesn't exist. He's, right. Because he's going to go find out for himself. Right. Yeah. And she's like, your dad showed up and I didn't know what to do. Well, just tell him, hey, you know, your your dad's back in town. I'm not sure what to do about it, but I just yeah. wanted to let you know, you know, that he's around if you wanted to meet him. You yeah. Know, maybe. I don't know, because they try to establish that Nick is a criminal, but they don't do a good enough job. Yeah. I d- I'm like, wait, was he away because he was in jail? right but or, i don't think so no because you can get a uh, free divorce like automatic free divorce if your spouse gets 
thrown in jail. Oh, yeah. So I feel like she would have done that. Yeah. Unless she didn't know where he was at all. Maybe. Anyway. So but then. They were legally married, so. Right. That's true. Somebody probably would have contacted her. Yeah. And let her know in the last 10 years. Yeah. I don't think he was arrested because he was saying, you know, like, the cops all want to get at me. Yeah. So you get the feeling that he's avoiding the police and avoiding being arrested. But later when she sees when Alice sees Nick, she's like, you don't know what kind of person he is. And it's right. Like, what? I, we don't know either. Like, what kind and of person is he? We never find out. He seems kind of shady, but not like in a harmful to children sort of way. Yeah. So like, what? What? Anyway, Max goes in his room and throws the weirdest tantrum ever. Yes. I don't know if things were cut out of this little, uh, uh, the scene before or this scene or what, but he is looking through his closet angrily <laughs> going through all of his stuff and he says and this is verbatim because the lines make so little sense that i didn't even want to like paraphrase yeah he says my dad says it's the blood that counts i'll get a job i'll show them maybe i'll even be a personal assistant i'll show them all once i know the business and stuff i can even have a band myself my dad will manage us it's like you what you talk to your dad for 30 seconds yeah where did all this come from yeah when did your dad say it was the blood that counted also you'll show who Who? what yeah i'll get a job you're 12 you legally cannot like you could maybe hang out and help out but you can't like and then he's like i'll i'll start a band and my dad will man it like what you don't play an instrument you don't have any friends you're gonna start a band with the bullies and like to (laughs) prove what you still have to go to school like who are what what is this going to prove to anyone? Yeah, and then it, not only does it not make sense, but it just feels very out of character for him. Yeah. You know, like, rather than being like, I'm going to run away and be with my dad. Yes, which would make more sense. He's like, I'll get a job. Maybe I'll be a personal assistant. Right. Where did the, any of this come from? Right. It's very, yeah. Right. Doesn't you know, fit. If, if Max had said, you know, like, I met my dad and he does this really cool job and Alice was like. Yeah. Um, I don't even know. I, yeah, I really yeah. don't even know. Like he's he's not legit, or that's not a path that you want to go down, or you don't want to be like it. I don't know. They, but he's because they didn't talk about that. Yeah, she doesn't know. He just said, "I've seen him." Yeah, and then he left. Yeah, slammed his door. I'll get a job. I'll show them all. Who? What? No one is saying that you can't <laughs> do stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I don't fucking get it. Uh, um, and then Kazam says well listen just because i live in a boombox doesn't mean i don't see stuff and i've you know in my thousands of years i've seen people counting on their wishes to change their lives but the future doesn't always follow the plan okay so his mom earlier before he went in his room mm-hmm. he was like he said something like why did you all you know break up or why did you split up or what happened i don't know but she's like yeah things just don't always follow the plan that you expect Gotcha. And then when he's in the room with Kazam, Kazam says, well, let me be the first to tell you. Uh-huh. The future doesn't always follow the plan. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, well, well you but she just said it. Second. <laughs> Second person. It's like 30 seconds apart. Yeah. Like, okay. He wasn't listening. But he was listening because he did hear that he was grounded because he's like, hey, tough guy, what's grounded? And he's like, something <sighs> I'm not. Something I'm not. Yeah. But so Max says, well, fuck the plan that's not verbatim um 
He says, I'm making my own plan because I have these two all-access passes to tonight's concert. What? What? Why? Where? What does that have to do with you showing everyone that you'll get a job? I t- <laughs> that the blood, that's the blood that counts. None of it makes any fucking sense. The blood, Max. Also, why did he bother going home at all? What does this have to do with blood, If <laughs> Maxwell? <laughs> if he was going to turn right around and go back to this Debrett live taping, why did he go home? So that he could get yelled at by his mom. To get it's, a jacket? Just to get his jacket. Yeah. That's I it. I guess. That's the only thing. But, uh, yeah, so they're recording an album there, and Kazam is like, I'm kind of uncomfortable. I'm going to go wait outside. But Max is like, no, dude, this place rules. Just hang out. Everybody's here. Mm-hmm. And Kazam's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Which... They also had never established that Kazam was uncomfortable, like, in crowds or were around people who are having fun or loud noises, you know, like... No, and he doesn't say, you know, I don't think you should be here. He just says, I don't want to be here. I'm going to wait outside. Yeah. Like, what? And then Asia Moon shows up and she's like, come on, let's go. Yeah. And... And immediately, Debrat on stage notices Kazam and is like, hey, cutie. And starts rapping at him. Yeah. And Kazam is like, I have to leave. Yeah. <laughs> and tries Max, to hide. Max is like, no, dude, do something to show these people. What? Why? Yeah. And so he starts rapping into a microphone that came from nowhere. And then he showers the crowd with sparks from his boombox. Mm-hmm. And a man sitting at a table who is always eating. Yep. For the whole movie. Yep. He's just eating. Yep. One In of a really the- gross way. Yeah. Like, oh, God, there's so many. There's, I think it's later. I don't think it's this scene where he's having a conversation with, I think, Asia. Yeah. And he's just, like, pushing his food around. And it's like there's a microphone inside this, like, greasy chicken. Yeah. It's like an episode of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives where they just put the camera in the food. And I'm like, I need you to back it up about a foot. And then he's, he's not even eating it. He's just pushing it around. Yeah. And they just keep. The camera keeps going back to the food. Yeah. It's supposed to be gross because Asia makes like a face. Yeah. But it's also like, why? This man in the middle of this live taping is sitting at a table while there's like this whole crowd of people because they're in a club. Yeah. Not a restaurant. No. A club has a dinner plate. Yes. With food on it. Yes. It's not even like um, sexy food. It's like rice and carrots and stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like. No one else is eating. No. He's, He's not like having dinner with friends. No. There is a lady at the table with him who yeah. is way too horny about everything that is going on. <laughs> she She's credited as uh, Mr. Malik's date, which oh. I'm like, oh, are they on a date? I thought it was like a business transaction, but I guess it's a date. He's not paying any attention to her, no. but she's like, oh, I had no idea that this place is going to be so exceptional. And he's like, oh, I always deliver. But he's distracted because there's like a shiny chunk of like gold gem that has landed on his table that yeah, came from the, from the boom box. Yeah. And he's trying to catch it, but he can't. And so he's distracted by that. And she's just like, you know, he says, I always deliver. And she's like, so do I. And I was like, what? Yeah, and he's trying to catch this little gem, and it's kind of bouncing around on the table, and she just keeps going, she's making these weird, breathy little noises at it. I know. Stop. Stop it. (sighs) And we never see her again. Thank God. Anyway, he's, yeah, so he owns the place. Yes. 
And Max tries to approach Mr. Malik while he's sitting at this table eating his five-course meal. But the cigarette burn guy from earlier stops him. Puts another cigarette out on his hand. Yeah, just in his own eyeball this time. (laughs) And Max is like, I'm looking for Mr. Mateo. But he just shakes his head and he's like, okay. Uh, okay fine so he Max, just goes back upstairs where he found his dad before yeah two times like, and there he, he is started there yeah like, wow weird his dad lives in that room yeah and uh his he uh, sees through because nobody closes doors he sees through the crack in the door that his dad is yelling at this dude who's like i'm leaving i'm gonna quit mm-hmm. I, this isn't what i signed up for yeah i don't want to bootleg records right blah 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 so we kind of get the impression that they're doing something illegal and this guy doesn't want any part of it. Yeah. Nick's like, you know that that album or that tape is worth a million dollars to Mr. Malik. So, yeah, it's high stakes illegal. And yeah. Ed's like, I want out. And Nick's like, no. And yeah. is like going to punch him. Yeah. Which like, why? Just let him quit. Yeah. Who gives a shit? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, you don't. You wouldn't have to split the money as much. I guess. I don't. I don't fucking know. All right. But yeah, he sees his dad sees Max like looking through the door, and yeah. he tells Max to get lost like three times, and Max just keeps standing there. Yeah. And he's Max is like, Dad. Right. Dad. Dad. Hey, Dad. Yeah. Hey, don't hit the guy. <laughs> hey, Dad. Dad, it's me, Max. And then his dad finally like drops the dude he's about to punch Mm -hmm. goes to max and carries him away basically and is like get the fuck out of here yeah and stay out yeah yeah max was like oh i thought you know you and i could just hang out or whatever and nick's like there is no you and i you know i don't want anything to do with you basically like leave me alone yeah (sighs) and then when nick gets back into the room malik's goons are all there and malik is inside and you know nick tries to be like oh i told you getting to brat was a good idea and he's like yeah i'll give a shit about that i want this guy (laughs) and he points at you know the cameras showing kazam holding his boombox shooting out of them yeah yep and so max goes outside of the club and there's the bullies Mm -hmm. because yeah they're psychically linked yeah they just always know where he is for some reason Mm -hmm. They Actually, have... they're very excited. Or not excited. They're surprised to see him. So yeah. they just so happen to be in the same spot. Yeah, they're hanging outside of the club that they cannot get into because they are 12 years old. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they start pushing him around. And Max does this thing again where he's like, I was just inside and I have pull. Yeah. I know what they're doing in there. Yeah. I could go in there right now and get the tape of the recording if I wanted to. Right. Like, why do you care? If they think you're cool or not. No, I guess just, so they'll quit punching you, but like he just sticks they're his not foot gonna in it. Quit punching all you. All the time. They're I like know. okay, then go in and go get the tape then. Yeah. Why does he offer up any of this information? Right. Like he because he's got like the lanyard. He's got like his all access access pass, and they're like, Oh, did you draw that or whatever? And he's like, No, I was in there, you know, I could go back in. All of that, sure. Yeah. You know, he's just like, he could just be like, I was my, all over VIP. Yeah, my dad, my dad works, works there. here. Yeah. All of those things. But then it's just, he does, has, doesn't know when to shut up disease. And yeah. so he's just like, I know what they're doing in there. And I could, but it's like, all of that could be made up. Yeah. And why? Why? Why would these kids think that like a bootleg tape was worth any money to them? Yeah. What do they care? It's not. So that's weird. Anyway, then we see Shaq standing outside the door and everyone's clamoring for his autograph. Uh-huh. And across like the parking lot, we see Asia Moon and Malik sitting in a limo watching him. 
which Asia says he's tall, Malik. Don't mistake that for interesting. Which I was like, okay, one, fair. That so often <laughs> turns out to be true. Two, is he cute or just tall? <laughs> you don't know him. Yeah. That's really rude. Yeah, Maybe he, might, he is interesting. He might be, yeah. It turns out he is actually really interesting. Yeah, he's very old. So, but like, why is she? Because she doesn't know him well enough to be like, I need to protect this guy from Malik unless she wants to protect right. literally everyone. At first, that's what I thought was she was just trying to talk him out of like bothering Shaq. I think that is what she's trying to do. Yeah. It's just really poorly conveyed. Right. But Malik is like, you know, everybody has secrets. And when you find out their secret, you can own them. And I want to know his secret. Bring it to me. Which it has very like Hades Megara vibes. Yeah, definitely. Being like, I own you and you have to do what I have to say. Yeah. But we have no idea why. No. Why does she work for this guy that she so clearly despises? Yeah. He must have a secret on her. But we don't know what it is. And we never find out. We'll never know. Nope. Maybe she slept with the general's wife. <laughs> <laughs> But we'd have to be on a bridge in Vietnam to find that out. And that's why we haven't found it out. <laughs> I thought you meant like the car insurance. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was referencing Operation Dumbo Drop. <laughs> Not car insurance. Well, because Shaquille O'Neal does their commercials. <sighs> <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Damn, where did they pull that for? Oh. They, that's the general that they're talking about. Yeah, right. Dumbo drop. It's, right. it's all connected, dude. The universal general. <laughs> exactly. Oh, anyway, so Malik goes and gets him and is like, or no, sorry, Asia gets out of the car and goes to get Kazam and she's like, Mr. Malik wants to talk to you. Yeah. And she takes him into the limo where Malik offers him a plate of eyeballs. Yeah, and Kazam very excitedly says, ooh, Nubian goat eyes. Yep. I haven't had these in 3,000 days. <laughs> he could have just said 3,000 years and nobody would have batted an eye. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's uh, Called hyperbole. Yeah. It's fine. But anyway, Malik is excited that he likes that. He's like, oh, you have good taste. And then just starts stuffing eyeballs into his mouth. Just loudly and sloppily. and Yeah, like somebody's going to take them away from him. <laughs> he's just like, I'll share this one with you. But then he realizes that the big guy like wasn't grossed out and wanted to eat them. And he's like, oh, fuck, I got to eat them all before the giant man tries to eat my eyeballs. Yeah. Not and my I eyeballs. Couldn't figure out if this was a like, like he had an inkling that he was a genie yeah and so he's like testing him Maybe. or if he's trying to intimidate him by being like look i eat eyeballs right i don't know i don't know either yeah because i mean other than like the spark gem that lands on malik's table he's just a guy with a boombox that shoots sparks uh that's not hard it's just called pyrotechnics yeah like anybody could rig that up so why is he like all of a sudden like i want to know this guy's secret and then I don't get it because he's dressed, you know, normally. Yeah. Now it's not like he's still wearing the turban and everything. Yeah. Not to imply that turbans aren't normal. You know what I'm saying? He's not dressed like a genie anymore. He's just dressed like a rapper. So there's no inkling that he's anything but a giant man. Yeah. So yeah, I don't understand. And also, like, why? Yeah. Why does he feel like he needs to own him? Like if he wants him to be a, you know work like for him star. or be a musician or whatever just talk to him 
He's just so evil. He doesn't know how to do things the right way. He I can only guess. do them in a corrupt, disgusting, terrible, evil way. No, I, I really don't know. Do you think DeBrat ate some eyeballs to get the record deal? Or? <laughs> no, because Nick is the one who got DeBrat. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, anyway, back at the club, uh-huh. a Van is backing up to the dock, which they just have docks yep. at clubs, uh-huh. to get the bootleg tapes. That's what I thought at first, but then I don't think that's true. I have no idea what he's doing there. Oh, well, then I, I didn't understand the scene at all, except that the kids get the tape. So the kids come steal the master tape, but there's only yeah. one copy. They haven't even started putting it in production yet because they just made it. Right. I don't know what this guy is doing there or why he has a whole pallet full of cases what any of this is happening but it's just shady of blank tapes oh maybe but you didn't need to bring him inside i don't know maybe maybe so but why is he coming in the middle of the night (laughs) oh that's right he's like it was traffic and nick's like traffic at two in the morning all of it is just so fucking bad (sighs) but so all the the bully gang and max sneak in yeah as Nick is leading this guy into the freight elevator, and Ed runs off. He's like, "Hey, I have the tape." And Nick's like, "Well, I'm in the elevator, man. I can't stop it. So just, you know, hang yeah. on to it for a second. Like, push the button. Yeah, go close the door. Oh, so yeah. he goes and closes the door, and they attack him and fight him for the case. And then Nick has heard the commotion, so he comes down the stairs. But they get the tape, and they all make it out just barely as the garage door is closing. So tense. Even though they could have just opened the button, or it turns out there's a people door right next to the loading door that they could have just gone out it's not locked yeah that's fine whatever yeah they all run away and we see a guy almost catches max but max has like crawled underneath something yep woohoo i don't understand the point of any of that (laughs) thank god (laughs) i was so worried yeah yeah i was definitely nervous um so back at home alice fell asleep on the couch reading a little book she was waiting for max max sneaks in and he sees her and he says, mom, but he doesn't wake up. So he just goes to his room. Yep. And the next morning he wakes up to some snoring because who is in his bed but Kazam. It's Kazam. Just hanging off of every. <laughs> yes. <laughs> every side of the bed. Yeah. And he grabs him like a teddy bear. He grabs Max like a teddy bear and is singing and yeah. nothing makes sense. And Max is like, get off me, you pervert. Yeah, throws a baseball at his face. Yeah, and then he's like looking for something. I think clothes? Who knows? He's looking kind of frantically. And Kazam goes, what are you looking for? And he goes, nothing. So it's like, what? I don't know. But don't Kazam is looking around his room. Yeah. Is ignoring his questions. Mm-hmm. Max is ignoring. They're both talking, yep. but not to each other. Nope. It's very hard to follow. Yes. And confusing. Mm-hmm. And then he tells Kazam that he smells like hippopotamus butt. <laughs> yep. And so he Kazam just takes a shower right there. Yes. In this his room. This is the only scene that I remembered in this movie is that he has the shower curtain around his waist and the water is like not hitting the floor. Yeah. And he has a giant scrubby thing on a stick. Yeah. Big sponge on a stick. And a, and a shower cap on his bald head. No soap, though. Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah, anyway, he's like, your dad is so lucky to work with Malik. He says I have a future in the biz. What about you? Did you guys have a nice time? Uh-huh. And then Max was just like, 
yeah, a nice time. Yep. But then Alex, Alice yells for him. Yeah. Because she made French toast. Yeah. Which. Because <laughs> Am speaks French about, I guess. Same. I don't know. It's like, I like it. Boku, boku, boku. I was like, cute. why? Because <laughs> it's cute. It's just He's silly. Cute. He's doing his best. He really he, is. Like his, he, he could have been so good. Yeah. Max goes into the kitchen. Grabs his bagged lunch and is about to leave. Mm-hmm. But instead, his mom is like, hey, slow down. Yep. Here's a cup of orange juice. I made your favorite breakfast. Yep. And he's just like, <laughs> I'm not hungry. Yeah. Yeah. And she, <laughs> she's like, Max, very seriously, the serious eye contact yeah. about last night. Don't do it again. And he's just like, okay. I'm like, yeah, you have to take away his shit. <laughs> do something. Him. Yeah. Do something. He's 12. He can't do it. You can't just not know where your child is mm-hmm. in the middle of LA, New York. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Los York. <laughs> New Angeles. Exactly. Max Not continues up. to be a salty little dickweed mm-hmm. and <sighs> grumble about eating French toast. I don't know. I know. With chocolate chips and peanut butter, it sounds so good. I know. But so then Alice turns around. She's just basically like, you're going to sit on, you're going to eat this fucking breakfast or I swear to God. Yeah. And then she turns around and she screams because there's a seven foot man in her kitchen. Take a shot. <laughs> And, and he's, he's dressed like a nerd. He has suspenders and little glasses and he has a little briefcase. Yeah. And he introduces himself <laughs> as Jefferson Allensworth Lamb. Yes. And he's Max's tutor. Yes. Yeah, she's like, Oh, you're Max's tutor. Okay, cool. Do you have you had breakfast? And he's like, French toast. So he sits down. Yeah. He does not answer the question. He just says, Oh. And then, <laughs> then so he sits down next to him and uh as she's bringing it over, when she gets closest to the table is when Max decides to lean in and it's like, what are you doing here? Get out of here. Get Go away. So I'm like, he looks like he's just being rude to his tutor. Right. Yeah. Because his mom. In front of his mom. Can hear him. Yeah. He's not. He didn't wait for his mom to turn around. She, he's just like right nope. in front of his mom. Yeah. But anyway, she's like, I'll, I'll make some more, you know, and I'll make some more French toast. But Max is like, he can have mine. I'm not hungry. And Sam's like, oh, not even a little bit hungry. And then he (laughs) makes the French toast fly around the room with his magic and puts three of the slices in his own face and then one of them in Max's face. Although the Max and the French toast have like a psychological battle about it first. Yeah. It's like open up the airplane. Not psychological. I mean, maybe. (laughs) He needs some psychological something. Yeah. And then he's... He goes, he's, it's, he only opens his mouth because he's about to be rude to his mom some more because she's like, Max. And he's like, what? Yeah. And, and I'm, as soon as he opens his mouth, the French toast flies in. Yeah. I just, I hope that this kid fails his driver's license every time that he takes it. <laughs> and I hope that he has trouble growing a beard and is sad about it. Yeah. And that he gets his shoelaces caught in the wheel of his bike. Sure. And that every time he goes to open his window blinds, they fall on his head. Oh, I hate that. I know. But yeah, these are all valid. He sucks and I hate him. Desires. Because... Yeah, he's just grumpy the whole time. Yep. His mom's trying so hard. I know. She's so nice to him. She did not get him. He's in no trouble. Yeah. Skipping school for two days and then sneaking out after she told him he was grounded. He's in zero trouble. And she made him his favorite breakfast. And he's a dick to her about it. Anyway. Yep. On the way to school, Kazam has changed clothes into a really nice outfit. Mm -hmm. It's like an orange shirt with like a big collar yeah. and like purple pants yeah he it looks, looks cool very cool yeah but he's like what did you and your dad do last night and max is like uh you know d- 
father-son stuff. It's and like then he just goes and sits on a step. Yep. And Kazam's like, don't you have to be at school? And he's like, nah, I'm not going to go. Yeah. I, uh, the weight of the world yeah. is on my shoulders. Yeah. Because I'm 12. Yep. He's like, I'm not going, okay? It's just like, stop. Yeah, because Sam's like, hey, do you like my shirt? And Max does not even look at his shirt or nope. answer. He says, what's the worst thing you've ever seen in your life? Yep. Kazam says, Pompeii. You would think, I don't know, slavery? No? I guess he was asleep for that. <laughs> All of that. But yeah, Max says, what's the worst thing you've ever seen? And Kazam says, Pompeii. And Max says, that was you? That was a wish? Which is like, why Why did you glean that yeah, from, from his answer? He just said Pompeii. He, he saw it. He's like, look, I have to follow the rules, you know? Like, I, it wasn't, wasn't my decision. I just had to do it. Also, you know, I, I paid pretty dearly for that. I was in, under that ash for 382 years or some fucking shit. I yeah. don't know. But uh, Max is like, okay, whatever. I don't care about that. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Which I'm like, I think he just answered That's that That's what he just said, but okay. But he's like, like, have you ever taken anything that didn't belong to you? And Kazam says, hey, can we talk about this later, actually? Because I have a performance later because you said I was cool. So I'm going to go do it. And rather than press the issue, Max is like, you're going to rap? What are you even going to rap about? And like, then, as if he weren't just rapping in front of that whole crowd not 12 hours before. Uh-huh. And then Kazam gets all defensive about it. He's like, you're right. I won't even do it. And Max is like, no, no, no. I just I just want to know. Like, what do you even know about rapping? And Kazam's like, what do you know? And he's like, I know some things. And he's like, my name is Max. And here are the facts. It's so bad. And then yep. Kazam gets in his face. And it was like, that was terrible. That was the worst thing I've ever heard. It's so weird. It's so out of nowhere. I know. And then they both start rapping. Yeah. And it's weird. Yeah. It's bad. They rap a song about being a genie. Yeah. he. So he's telling the story of how he became a genie, which I think would be interesting. Yeah. If not told in this way. But also there aren't very many details. He's just like, yeah, we, me and my friend, we were in sand up yep. to our heads. And then this guy came along and he said, now you're a genie. Yeah. Haha. 3,000 years ago. I'm a genie. <laughs> we are genies. I can't hear you, Max. We're genies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. And it goes from like them arguing and then Max becomes like part of the song and is mm -hmm. like encouraging him. Yeah. And dressed like a little genie. Yeah. It's terrible. Uh -huh. It's on YouTube. Go watch it. Oh, is it? Yeah. God. It's called We Are Genie. You can see the whole thing. It's bad. It's about him and his friend Haber. Haber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess they, they got in trouble for something. And a guy was like, you can either die here or you can be a genie. And he was like, well, what other choice do I have? Cake or death. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's later, I guess, because uh, it looks darker. Uh -huh. um, I don't know, this whole movie, there's a part later, too, where I'm like, oh, it's morning now. Okay. Uh -huh. um, Max, they're still talking about being a genie. And Max is like, it must be really nice. And Kazam is like, yeah, except it, it sucks because I'm a slave, basically. I can't do what I want. You know, I have... All I'm all powerful, genie, itty bitty living space, right. etc. Gotta mm. live in a compass at the bottom of the ocean. It's the same thing as Aladdin. It's fine. Yep. And he's like, he says, being a djinn is cooler. Yeah. Because they can do anything. They're free. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they're not real. Yep. They're just fairy tales. Not believe in fairy tales. You're a genie. Yep. 
But then the bell rings and Max is like, okay, I guess I'll go to school. Yeah. So I guess it's not later. It just seems like, I don't know. They just filmed this just, at like 5 p.m. Yeah. But yeah, this whole thing where Kazam is like, a djinn could grant your wish to bring your mom and dad together. They can do ethereal things. Right. But also they don't exist. So, so shit out of luck. Cool. I don't Whatever. know. But he goes to school and the bullies are kind of nice. Yeah. Because he went on the tape heist with them. Yeah, the tape heist. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they tell him that he is going to have to tell his dad that they're going to have to buy the tape back from them. Yeah. And then Max's friend is at the top of the stairs and is like, are you okay? Yep. Okay. That's yep. it. I know. Like, wh- what? There's this kid. It's the kid that he was making faces at earlier. Yeah. And then we see him now for 10 seconds. He goes, you okay? His shirt like, is yeah. so big. Yep. His little friend. Yep. His shirt's like down to his knees. Yeah. It was definitely like, um, it's like in Hocus Pocus where you have one shirt and yeah. you just have to grow into it. Yeah. Same thing. They're like, like we're going to buy you this one t-shirt that you have to keep until you're 18 so yep you gotta grow into it good luck don't get holes in it this movie feels so much like they want to reference hip-hop culture Mm -hmm. even with the way some of the kids are dressed and stuff Mm -hmm. but it's full of white people but it's and it's written by white people it's like they didn't talk to anyone in the music industry at all Mm -hmm. any part of the music even like someone not in hip-hop probably could have guided them in some direction yep no 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 it's just a bunch of white people who don't who probably just listen to like i don't know credence clearwater (laughs) yeah trying to write a movie about hip-hop anyway Uh uh-huh now they're back at the club again whatever that's called Mm -hmm. and max is looking for his dad yeah in the one room where he always is in the one room yeah he can't leave that room and he goes and he looks through the crack in the door again because the door is never closed, uh-huh. even when they're doing shit like beating his dad up. Yep. Because the tape got lost. Yep. And it was worth a million dollars. Yep. Was it? And that was the only copy. Yep. That was it. So. Yeah. And Nick is like, uh, we'll get it back. Yeah. Because he's getting the shit kicked out of him. Malik's like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Max goes running outside, yelling for Kazam. Mm-hmm. And Kazam can hear him, but he's like at lunch with Asia. Yes. Hitting on her. Yep. Because she's trying to find out his secrets. There's so many plots happening. Yes. Yeah. So she's trying to find out, you know, who are you? Where'd you come from? What? What's your deal? Yeah. Do you have any deep, dark secrets that you're going to tell me on our first date? And he's just like, I went to school, you know, in Mesopotamia. Yep. And he can't even lie. He's just like, you know, telling her things, whatever. And... She gets up to do something. He hit, He like straight up hits on her because she's like, I just, you know, I'm just trying to find some stuff out about you, basically. Yeah. And he's like, okay, but when do I get to know you? Yeah. And she's like, I'll be right back and then just leaves. Yeah. I don't think she's <laughs> upset about it. I think she likes him. But anyway. Anyway, Max just appears in Kazam's water glass. Yep. And then poof onto the table and Kazam just says, get off the table. Yeah, and so this part doesn't make any sense because, okay, it reminded me of that scene in Angels in the Outfield where Roger sees Al in his Coke cup and then he drops it. Yeah. But Kazam is the genie. Yeah. And Kazam is like, oh, God, a kid just showed up. And it's like, you're the magic one. Yep. And Max has just shown up completely soaking wet on the table in this restaurant. 
and is not phased by it at all. No. Nope. He's just like, you got to help me. He doesn't look around to be like, whoa, how did I get here? Nope. Wow, why am I so wet? I didn't know I could do that. None of it. He's just like, Kazam, you got to help me. I know what I want my second wish to be. There's water dripping out of his little curly bangs and he just doesn't even acknowledge it for one second. And Kazam is like, how did you get here? What are you doing here? Get off the table. I'm just like, you're the genie, you're my the dude. Genie. What do you mean you don't understand, you don't understand how magic works? Why there are you must ignoring be his cries for help? A rule that if your master person cries for help, they're going to show up wherever you are eventually. Yeah, he always knows where Max is because he keeps finding him. So yeah. like, why couldn't it? Whatever. Anyway. Max says, my second wish, I wish I had the tape. And Kazam's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, the tape, the master tape, the one that they recorded last night. I wish I had it. Just give it to me. Yeah. And yeah. Like you said earlier, Kazam says, no, that's a stupid wish. You only have two more. I don't want you to waste it on something as dumb as this. I'm not going to let you do it. It no problem with the stupid junk food wish that was more unsanitary food than any one person could eat ever. Yeah. And his, his little hangout's just going to be moldy now. Mm-hmm covered in rats but he teleports them because he can do that and yep. only does it right now uh-huh. um to the studio and i guess they are done beating up max's dad well it, it's in the the recording room oh i thought it was all one room because I, I only remember I, seeing truly. one room um but yeah they start looking for the tape and max is like listen it's not here just grant me my wish yeah it's all you ever do like talk about that's all you ever want just grant me the wish right and because Emma's like, listen, tell me why you need this. I'm your friend and you're being weird. Yeah. Okay. First of all, you're not friends. Nope. Second of all, Max is always weird. Yep. Third of all, what do you want? What do you care? I thought you just wanted him to make his wishes and go. Yeah. Well, he doesn't want to go now. I know. So Max yells at him. He's like, listen, it's an order. Give me the tape. Yeah. You're not my friend. You're just my genie. This is an order. Do it. And so Kazam's like, fine. And he gives it to him. And then Max is like, great, I'm out of here. And Kazam's like, yeah, let me help you with that. And teleports him back to his classroom. Yeah. Because he's supposed to be in school this whole time. He left school in the middle of the day. Yeah. To go get this tape. And he shows up at school with his hair all sticking up everywhere. Like he just got electrocuted. Yep. And he's backwards in his desk. But the they teleported to the studio fine. Yeah. I do think that this one, Kazam was butthurt. And so he did it on purpose i guess he wanted it to be like a little more painful because he was like you're being an asshole right now but also yeah you can't all you have been saying for the first third of this movie was how just make your wishes so i can go mm-hmm. and now he's like okay here's a wish and he was like no i don't want you to waste it so what and then he gets mad at him for being like yeah. anyway <laughs> it's just now silly. we get to the scene it's very silly now we get to the scene where malik is eating again grossly and talking to asia and and the camera is just fascinated by this plate of food Mm -hmm. and asia is like yeah i I talked to him he went to lsu he blah 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 he's been performing since he was eight i don't know he's boring he's boring and there's nothing interesting about him yeah malik's like no everybody has secrets and i need his secret find that boom box yes like okay so outside of school max is leaving school his hair is better <laughs> Nick shows up and snatches him mm-hmm. and puts him in his car. Mm-hmm. And Alice has shown up to get Max, I guess, to make sure that he actually goes home after school for once in his life. Well, yeah, because Travis said that Travis was going to start picking him up, and he's like, "No." So then I guess Alice is like, "Well, I'm going to start picking you. Don't, we don't trust you to ride your bike home." Also, he got you know the shit I mean, kicked out of him on his way home that one day. Yeah, so maybe he should be getting picked up. That's fair. He should be getting picked up, but. Alice sees Nick is like shoving 
Max's bike into his back seat and then like throws Max in the car. Yeah. And is like, hey, no, stop. Mm-hmm. And Max, even though his dad is being very aggressive, mm-hmm. and he can tell that he's mad at him. Yeah, and he stole the tape. He knows, you know, like, he knows why his dad is mad. He's not even like, oh, I have no idea what's going on. He knows exactly why. He saw his dad getting beat up. Yeah. You know, like, he understands the situation. But then when his mom is like, no, you need to come with me, Mm -hmm. Max is like, go back to Travis. Yeah. What are you mad at your mom about? She has done literally nothing wrong. You fucking... Yep. Anyway, also, even though Nick just got beat up that morning, got the shit kicked out of him. He yep. has not one single mark on his face. No, he's fine. Maybe they just, it was just body punches. No, we saw, he had blood on his face when Nick, or when Max saw him oh. getting beat up. Well, that was hours ago. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> Another plot in the movie is he has magical healing powers. Yeah, he's, he's also a genie. Just like Wolverine. Turns out. Yeah, so Nick starts yelling at Max. Because he's like, I saw the security footage. I know what you and your stupid little friends did. Yeah. You're such an idiot. Why would you do that? You know? And then he's like, <sighs> pulls over and he's all exasperated. And he's like, you don't want to be like me. And you Max know. starts crying because his dad's driving like angrily and very scary. Yeah. And yelling at him. And then yeah. he like, skirt off the road. So Max is scared. Yeah. Starts crying because he is 12. Right. Yeah. Nick says, why did you have to come now? And Max is like, well, mom was going to marry Travis and I thought I was never going to see you again. And Nick's like, wow, you must think really highly of me. Which that isn't even true. It's not that he thought he would never. It's not like, oh, no, my mom's going to get married. I have to go find my dad. His dad wasn't around until recently. Right. He couldn't have found him before. He came around now because you're around. Right. You're within walking distance of his school, clearly. Right. Yeah, so you could just be like, it we could just have me. a friendship. It was you. That's nothing to do with Travis. You're the one who came around, not me. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, this is, yeah, Nick's like, you don't want to be like me. I'm a terrible person. All the cops want to get at me. That's why I can't for some reason. Drive erratically. Yeah. You'll never get a second chance. Don't be like me. Now, get out here. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Just go. And so Max hands him the tape. Yeah, very Willy Wonka. And then Very Charlie handing the everlasting gobstopper. Yeah. And then takes forever to get his bike out of the back seat. So there's plenty of time for Nick to be like, hey, thanks, or I'm sorry, or any of that. But no, he just sits there looking sad and let then lets his kid ride off on his bike. In the middle of the fucking the spicy streets. The highway. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Uh, back at the club. Malik is watching the security footage of Kazam and Max in the recording room. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he sees the boombox create the tape. And so he's like, wow, that is, you know, that's some boombox. Yeah. Some some goonie in the back is like, wow, what a boombox. He's like, it's not the boombox. It's the dude. Mm. Nick brings him the tape and Malik is like, I want to know more about your son. Yeah. His goons like step in front of the doors like nick hands him the tape and goes to leave yeah and the goons are like no 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 no. so even after all that rather than going home he went to his hideout which somehow isn't covered in junk food anymore mm-hmm. all the rats and instead of yeah going home because his mom is certainly worried about him right he just goes to his ratty old chair yeah Ugh. I mean, it's dark now, so maybe he went home first to be like, hey, I'm okay. Probably not. But probably not, because he is terrible. Yeah. And doesn't care about her feelings. 
Meanwhile, Kazam is performing at club whatever, and he when he gets what? off stage, <laughs> lamps, club lamps. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the lamp factory. I think they call it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he gets off stage for a minute, and somebody takes his boombox because he set it down. Mm-hmm. But Max comes running in to the club. Yep. And is like, I know what my third wish is. And he's telling him this in front of all these people because Shaq is for some reason being treated like a boxer. Like people are like yeah, toweling carrying off his, him basically. Yeah. yeah. Taking his jacket off for him, toweling off his forehead because he's super sweaty even though they have to get like a little step stool to do it. I like that he wrote a bunch of songs with a whole band and backup singers yeah. somehow at some point in all of this. Yeah. In the last day. Yep. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Max says, I have my third wish. I want my dad to have a second chance. And Kazam is like, well, I can't do that. So, sorry. Right. I've told you a thousand times I don't do ethereal wishes. But Max is like, yeah, but I really want it. Try harder. And Kazam's like, that's nice. I don't. What? Yeah. I literally can't. I can't do it. And he's like, yeah, but you're not trying hard enough. And he's like, I'm I'm 5,000 years old. I've tried so many times. So he's just like, listen, you know, I've tried. It's not possible. Go away. You bother me. And Max is just like, I thought you were my friend. And Kazam's like, I'm not your friend. I'm just your genie, remember? Which I'm like, bruh, you are... Uh, 5,000 years 5, old. 5,000. And he's 12. <laughs> you have to be the bigger person in this situation. Yeah. Not just physically, because he's seven right. feet tall. Ah, shorts. <laughs> <laughs> so Max leaves. And then Asia tries to follow him, because this is where they try to establish her as this like important character that knows so much about these people right and she's like kazam what was max so upset about and kazam well first max yells at her leave me alone because that's yeah. how he deals with literally everybody right and kazam's like don't worry about it it's not a big deal and she's like but he seemed really upset and she, he's just like no i'm like who who the fuck is this bitch like she doesn't yeah what does she have to do with anything what i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know but then malik shows up uh-huh to tell Shaq that he's doing a great job. Yep. And just then, Kazam's like, hey, where's my boombox? And Malika's like, ah, don't worry about the little stuff, man. Just get back on stage. Uh-huh. Here's the Pepsi. Yep. So Max runs upstairs to find Nick, who again is in the room being threatened uh-huh. with the door open. Yeah, I think he's t- tied to a chair this time. Yes. And uh, Malik walks in with the boombox and he's like, all right, Max, make your third wish wish for me to have all of the money in the world and then the genie will be mine because then you'll be out of wishes yeah and if you don't i'll kill your dad yep max (laughs) gives him a quick economy lesson and he's like if you have all the money in the world then money will be worthless because nobody will have any and he's like well then tell him to give me all of it and i'll give some of it back (laughs) i was like who wrote are you eight (laughs) like is malik eight years old yeah like just give me all the money like what but anyway yeah he's like do what i want or i'll kill your dad and max tries to call for kazam he's like you know it's just not just it's not that simple i can't just be like kazam i need your help right now and then he shows up you know like you can't yeah. just be like kazam come help me and kazam can hear this in his head again it's like a staticky like hurts his head whatever yeah he's on feedback rapping and ignoring him <laughs> and ignoring him he which says, also i don't know why max is like if I just yell for him, he'll come because he never has. He never has. And you just got in a fight not two seconds ago. Yeah. Because Sam says trapped in a box like a premature burial. And then he continues to rhyme literally everything with the word burial, including the line, <laughs> get a scoop of Ben and Jerry. 
which is really, really bad and it made me really happy. <laughs> God. Poor Ben and Jeriel. <laughs> he also said something about like every Tom, Dick, and Harriel, but it wasn't as funny as Ben and Jeriel. Oh, I did hear the Harriel one. I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. So anyway, uh, Nick starts to fight back. He like headbutts a dude and wiggles his way out of the chair and Max bites Malik and they both run away. Oh, because he continues to rap. Forgot the part where Malik is choking Max. Oh, yeah. Before he bites him. Yep. Because he has his hand around his throat. Yep. This is a kid's movie. Mm -hmm, For kids. You can't show a child being strangled Mm. by an adult on a kid's movie. Yeah. Turns out you can well, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. God. Yeah. Anyway, so they, yeah, he bites him and, and runs away. And uh-huh. and yeah, there's a whole like scene. They're running. They're knocking shit over. And then blah blah blah. They make yeah. a big deal about these bootleg CDs, which don't get mentioned again. So I don't know why they bothered to stop and look at them. Yeah, he and his dad are running, and they like lit- they're running from these dudes who have threatened to kill both of them. Yeah, and. Max stops and goes, oh, what are those? And uh-huh. his dad goes, those are bootleg CDs. Yep. And then they <laughs> keep yep. going. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the explanation. So I was like, oh, I was like, I'm putting these in the notes because surely that's going to be important later. No. 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 Was not. They just really wanted to compound, hey, they are, they do bad things here. Yep. But like the least bad thing you can do. You wouldn't download a car. <laughs> Like, <laughs> this is not even, you know, people are like, you remember in the Fast and the Furious when they used to sell, they stole DVD players? That was worse <laughs> than what they're doing in this movie. Yes. They just make bootleg tapes, which really harms nobody. They make bootleg tapes of their own recordings. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. So, like, is it a bootleg if you recorded it's it? It's not. No. You're making the money. Yes. I guess Debrat isn't getting any of the money? Question mark? Yeah, was mark? the secret that she was being recorded and she didn't know and then they she were going to sell? She definitely knew because when they were in that room and she was in that room too, Nick was like, we're going to make the best live recording ever. Right, blah, blah, yeah. Blah. So like she knew why she was there. What? I don't, so yeah, I don't understand it this. doesn't make any sense. Business model. None of it. <laughs> so anyway, they run past these pointless CDs and Max runs into Malik because they took time to like, you know admire the scenery and and nick is explaining his job while they're running for their lives take your kid to work day and (laughs) max again with his you know false bravado because it's all he has yeah is like as long as i'm standing here kazam will do whatever i say so you're powerless he's my genie Uh and malik's like okay that's easily remedied and kicks him down an elevator shaft yeah goodbye an adult just murdered a child assolved in yep. this movie. Yep. Yeah, he's dead. Make no mistake about it, you guys. Yeah, he's he dead. He just killed this kid. Because as he's Fell. falling, he yells for Kazam, who finally poofs off of stage and ends up in front of Malik. And Malik is like, cool your mind now. Yep. Get in the boombox. And Kazam keeps being like, no, Max hasn't made his last wish. He, I blah, blah, blah. And Malik is like, well, he won't be asking for anymore because he's dead yeah <laughs> and all his goons are like ha, 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 ha. our <laughs> boss killed a kid a 12 year old not even on accident he purposefully kicked him down an elevator shaft <laughs> and then kazam tries to punch malik but suddenly it goes right through him yeah 
And they're like, oh, he's getting sucked back into the boom box for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I guess that's, you got to go in and reset. I don't know. Uh-huh. But uh, <laughs> he's got to go in and change. But <laughs> He needs a shower. He smells like hippopotamus butt. <sighs> the fact that he is disappearing and going back into the boom box does tell us that Max is dead. Yep. This yeah. man murdered him. Yeah, because he's no longer I beholden. Cannot- get past this to his third wish he can't make a third wish because he has died because he fell stories onto a concrete floor because I, a man kicked him this is the and then laughed about climax it. of this children's movie yeah he's dead now they wouldn't put that in an adult movie anymore you don't they never kill like a kids. child yeah. yeah yeah that's even when <laughs> when i'm watching my procedural cop dramas yeah if there is a child abduction, I'm like, well, it's go- he's going to live. He'll be fine. Yeah, they, they just won't show that shit on TV. Yeah, but this was 96 before everybody got soft. I guess. Killing kids left and right. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care if it's PC. Murder that child. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh-huh. Anyway, yes. Sam cannot punch him. No. But then he's like, I'm going to punch him. And he like... Reappears, yeah, yeah, becomes solid, breaks the rules, I guess. Uh huh. And then guess what he does? What he's beating up all these dudes, right? Yeah. And this twelve-year-old was just killed, right? Right. And uh, he throws a man, uh huh, onto an electrical breaker, uh huh. And the man is electrocuted to death. Yeah, yeah, but that happened in Mighty Joe. Yeah, that shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. I'm Mighty Joe Young is not the bar of excellence that you think it is. <laughs> I'm just saying there's precedent. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying at least I don't know. It was a guy. Uh, we've seen it before. It was with the '90s and just like throwing people onto being electrocuted. I don't know. Anyway, but he does. That causes a fire. Great, and now that's... everything's on fire. Yeah. Yep. It sure is. Do you want to talk about the next part? Yeah, I do. Because (laughs) Because... what the fuck? So then Malik walks up holding this giant boombox, which he's carrying around for like the rest of the movie. It's like three feet wide. And he's just like, just carrying it around. It doesn't look like it weighs anything the way people carry it. No. So I think it's just made of styrofoam. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. But uh, he says, I'm your master. now." It's just it's really hard to look intimidating when your arms are like to their wideness capacity because you're holding like a boombox. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like you can't like threateningly gesture at someone when you're like struggling to hold something. Yeah. Uh, Unless it's like a child who's trying to bite you and then you strangle them to death. But uh, throw them down an elevator shaft. Throw them down an elevator shaft. Anyway, he says, I'm your master now. You have to do what I say. And then... Because he's like, because I have the boombox. And Kazam's like, well, watch this. And then he smashes the boombox. And then. And then. Space Jam style. He did. He squishes this man into a basketball. Uh Uh-huh. And bounces him once. And then slam dunks him down a garbage chute. Yeah. Not moments after a child was murdered. It's like, haha, goofy basketball joke. (laughs) (laughs) Like. He made this man into a basketball and bounced him. Because it's Shrek. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, the kid's dead. What the fuck? He's dead. Also, it feels like, I don't know, like, do uh, people who make movies, they, like, go on to, like, the movie effects marketplace, and they're like, ooh, now we can download the turn man into basketball <laughs> effect, because they invented it on Space Jam, and now we can have it in our movie. Ha, we ha, can ha. Do it. 
I mean, it at least made sense in Space Jam. Yeah. Because they were playing basketball. And then they played basketball with Michael Jordan. And it was like, yeah, that it made sense. I mean, it was goofy, but they're in Looney Tunes world. So they can right. do whatever they want. I guess, I mean, I guess he's a genie. But like, but but the tone is so off. Everything is on fire. He just electrocuted a man to death. Like, uh, Max is dead. And he's just like, ha He's like, I'm going to slam dunk. Ha In the garbage. What the fuck is this fucking movie anyway? The fire trucks have arrived. Woohoo! Along with Alice. Yeah. I guess she knew that Max was there. One of the firefighters won't let her in the building. And she keeps being like, but my son is in there. And she he's says like, it like three times. He's like, okay, well then, do you know Travis O'Neill? No, she says that. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the she... firefighter's like, do you happen to know this man? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's like, let me and my son is in there. And then yeah. she's like, okay, well, do you know Travis O'Neill? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he's in there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Glad. I mean, I guess she's at least like, Travis will save him? I don't yeah. know. Anyone will save him. Any firefighter will save him. That's their job. It's not like the firefighters will be like, I don't know that kid. <laughs> <laughs> that kid's dead anyway. I've never seen that kid before in my life. I have not fucked his mom, so I do not care. <laughs> Travis is like, I'm trying to marry his mom. <laughs> no way she'll marry me if those kids on fire. <laughs> This is going to make our relationship really hard. (laughs) We want to get engaged. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. The Max won't let us. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if I save his life, he'll let us get engaged. Anyway. um, So, Kazam. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kazam, right. That's the, yeah. Has found Max's dead body. And he says, Hey, tough guy. And picks him up. Yeah, luckily he's not covered in blood. Carry- I know, his, his brain's all splattered across the pavement. sticking out. Yeah. Uh, picks him up and carries him to a different part of the building. <laughs> Just goes, and then goes, no! no! <laughs> and then looks at him and he's like, you know, in 5,000 years you were my only friend and I wasn't there when you needed me. I ignored your crawls for help and I would be willing to be imprisoned for another five years if I could fix this. You're the Sultan's gold, because that's a thing that they keep saying throughout the movie that wasn't worth mentioning. No, says, yeah. I am Kazam. I am Groot. <laughs> and then, hey, guess what? Yeah, Max he, isn't dead. Kazam starts, like, glowing. Uh-huh. And then Max is like, hey, man, can you not shine that in my eyes? Uh-huh. Because even though he just got his life saved, he's still, like, a jerk. And Kazam's like, you're alive! Oh, my God. And then Kazam sets him down and gets bigger? Yeah keeps getting bigger and max is like what's happening uh-huh because sam's like i don't know this has never happened before yeah and then he immediately explains i'm a djinn now yeah because you made your third wish a wish from your because okay max is like you're leaving but you can't leave i haven't made my third wish and because is like but you did you made that wish for your dad to get a second chance and it was a pure wish a wish from the heart and so now i feel free because i'm a djinn and i'm like I thought Jin were fucking fake. That's what you said. And also, how do you the just... wish just had to be from his heart? Then how come you didn't grant it when he asked for it? He had to die first? Yeah. That doesn't make any fucking sense. And and then he explodes into a bunch of gold sparkles. And then it's just his big gold face. And he's like, I'm a Jin now. In our hearts, we're all Jin, And we're all free. What? <laughs> and his big face like consumes Max. Yeah. We're all Jin. Max 
says, don't leave me. Oh. And I have zero feelings about it. Yeah. So. Because they don't even like each other. Mark that down and like some sort of, you know, mark the date. And then Max, yeah, starts floating into the giant gold that is Kazam's face. And the music feels really triumphant, even though I don't know what's happening. Yeah. And then he kind of like falls and Travis catches him. And Travis is kind of, he's like, oh, man, I made an amazing save like that. And you don't even say, hey, nice catch. Which I'm like, he, well, he was dead. I don't know if you know, but he was just dead. He was dead and the building is on fire. And then he lost fire. his friend. Yeah. And then Travis takes Question him outside mark. and gives him to Alice. And then Nick shows up uh-huh. unscathed and is like, I don't know what happened. All of a sudden I was free. Your friend was there. He said something about a second chance. Uh-huh. What? Well, I don't know. Um, and then a cop says, yeah. because a cop was just <laughs> walking around, saw yeah. this building on fire, and was like, huh, I wonder if Nick Mateo's here. <laughs> huh. Yeah. And he, wonder- he says, is there a Nick Mateo here? And I, so I thought what was going to happen was the cop was going to be like, you know, he thinks that he's going to be arrested. Yeah. But no, he he got a second chance. And right. so the wish means that like all of his warrants are deleted or whatever, whatever, yeah, yeah. you know, and the cop was going to be like, um, you're the. Here's the key to the city, buddy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah like you're, you were listed as the beneficiary on Malik's life insurance and we found his dead basketball body in the car. <laughs> So like you get a million dollars, but no, he fucking arrests him. (laughs) When I die, just roll me up into a basketball, put me in the garbage chute. (laughs) God, no, I know it would have made sense if he had walked up and he was like, hey, I know it's a weird time because this building is on fire and everyone's screaming and a lot of people are probably dead. (laughs) Um. But here is a piece of paper. It's an official apology from the city of whatever to say right. we're sorry that we something. falsely accused yeah. you of something. Yes. And here's some money because you were in prison. For right. Wrongfully imprisoned. Yeah. Or him somehow benefiting from Malik no longer, you know, being in the picture. Something like that. That would yeah. give him a second chance. The but only no. second chance is that he didn't die. Right. And he's free of Malik's like whatever hold he had on him because i think they try to imply multiple times that malik knows everybody's secrets yeah, owns them. and like owns these people yeah is blackmailing them or whatever but we never get that with nick so i don't know and that's not why kazam killed malik either he wasn't doing it to save his dad no. he's just doing it because he's a basketball star yeah so kazam <laughs> just saved his life which he could have done not as a genie because he's just a big guy he could have just picked him up and carried him outside so none of it makes any fucking sense but he got a second chance so he goes whatever but nick says you know when i get out of you're a good kid when i get out of jail let's go fishing and max is like cool yeah that sounds great and nick's like as long as it's okay with you and alice is like yeah and then they leave cop takes him away and then so they're walking away travis says are you okay with this max yeah but i don't know what he means i don't either and then Max says, Max can is- we go home? Uh-huh. And they head off. And uh-huh. then he turns to Travis and is like, hey, Travis, are you coming or what? Yeah. It's like he's like, at work. He's actively fighting a fire, actually. He's supposed to be putting out fires. He's a little bit busy. And no, no. But Travis is like, yeah, man. You, you talking to me? Yeah, I'm coming. Yep. I'm going to get in the car in my fire suit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to drive the fire truck home? I don't think they need it right now. Yeah, there's no rules. 
<laughs> so anyway, um, they're leaving. Somebody says something about being cold. I don't remember what it is. Well, yeah, I don't know. And Max is like, yeah, speaking of which, I could really go for a hot cup of chocolate right now. And then he almost steps on a cup of hot chocolate. And it's like, <gasps> what? It just showed up out of nowhere. And then he looks up and he sees um, a vaguely familiar seven foot man. Uh-huh. walking away with asia moon and he's like you don't understand i'm free now and she's like what do you mean and he's like i got plans lady and she's like your only plan is that you're gonna grow old and die with me what and he's like that's cool and she's like but you got to get a job and he's like a job and i haven't had a around. job in five thousand years yeah he turns around and looks at max and it's like a job and they're like ha 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 and then they focus on max's face for too long to the point where you can tell that the actor was like why are you still looking at me? Like, I don't know what to do anymore. Like, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, like when you're trying to take a school photo and the camera keeps not working. Yeah. Like, and then it's fucking over. That's finally. We zoom in on Max's twisted front tooth. Ugh. <laughs> and the credits roll. <laughs> It is a mess. It's a mess. I don't understand the ending. It's sloppy as fuck. I don't understand the plot. Why are Asia and Kazam together now? Because they've they went on one date and she's like, no, we're getting married and growing old and dying together. Yeah, like can ang- he die now? Is angrily? he just a dude? Yeah, he made the ch- chocolate show up. Can he still grant people? Magic? He's a gin. Yeah. So is he ever gonna die? Uh, Does she know this? Uh, Does she know anything about him? Uh, he doesn't know anything. Uh, he just learned the word grounded three days ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making noises over here, man. <laughs> My brain is, ah! is gone. I just, oh, I just not if. Hey, Ooh. um, is it a replay or a rewind oh for God. you? Duh. <laughs> it's a rewind. Yeah, I think this is going to end up on one of the lists at the end of the year of yes worst ever it has to be it has a five percent on rotten tomatoes five it's too much really (laughs) (laughs) five cinema score gave it a b plus and they never go below an a cinema score get it together yeah uh did it make you cry no obviously i know they tried don't leave me they tried and i i wouldn't i can't i couldn't even do it no, and I'm even sad. I wasn't even no. sad about it. And Max was trying to be brave by standing up to Malik, and I was like, I don't give a shit. I don't care. Kill don't the care kid. Who gives a shit? Well, <laughs> clearly uh, we do. Yeah, I do. But still, uh, yeah, it came out July seventeenth, nineteen ninety six. Had a budget of twenty million dollars. It made eighteen point nine. Damn. Five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Uh, one point five stars from Roger Ebert. Yikes. He just trashes it basically the whole time. Um, he does talk about how, you know, Shaquille O'Neal is a pretty good actor. He's like, I saw him in this movie that came out a couple years ago. He did a yeah, great job. So he it's actually, not that he's bad. Yeah, he did a fine job acting. Yeah. Um, but his last couple of lines, he says, genies are fun in the movies only if you define and limit their powers. That should have been obvious, but the filmmakers didn't care to extend themselves beyond the obvious commercial possibilities of their first dim idea. Mm, yeah. As for Shaquille O'Neal, given his own three wishes the next time, he should go for a script, a director, and an interesting character. <laughs> I was like, damn! Yikes. Um, The only person who like really likes this movie is Shaquille O'Neal. 
Aww. which is really cute. He, there was an interview with him in 2012 in mm. GQ, and he said, you know, I was a medium level juvenile delinquent from Newark who always dreamed about being in a movie. Someone said, hey, here's seven million. Come in and do this genie movie. What am I going to do? Say no. So I did it. Oh, which is very cute. Yeah, I'm not mad at Shaq for doing this. No. I wish it had been written better because I feel like he could have played a really fun genie. He could have played like a genie with a heart of gold. Yeah. Who like doesn't like a fish out of water sort yeah. of thing you know like yeah, he's been asleep for three thousand years and so he has to be like shown yeah you know, how the world works by this kid who needs a father figure i mean like the there's so many missed opportunities for yeah for max to grow yeah which he doesn't do he just no. dies and comes back to life i'm sure he's still a little shit yeah he's nice to travis <laughs> so yeah because he saved his life uh no kazam did that <sighs> travis just caught him yeah whatever i don't care i know i know i just don't i know i don't it care sucks. either and i i feel really bad about it because like i was telling you before i read this interview with the director and he was talking about how his wife had just died you know and it's like they had a you know a son together and so he's like my kid lost his mom and i lost my wife he's like, yeah. really sad about it and so he was trying to just like make something that he really wanted to make and something really fun and he really liked it and whatever and it's just like but it's bad and i don't mean to be mean about it but like yeah and it it definitely <sighs> does feel like that happened because yeah. it's like yeah he went through something horrible and sad and so probably uh, the other people working on the movie didn't want to tell him that it was bad yeah and they also they had to kind of slap it together because they were working Shaq was playing basketball at this time he's only 23 in this movie oh i know and so it was during the off season yeah and they were like when do you have to report to basketball camp and you know he was like tomorrow and they were like great <laughs> they they didn't make the movie in 10 weeks but they went from idea to getting it greenlit in 10 weeks which oh. is an amazing like an incredible turnaround time. yeah but it kind of shows, yeah, you know that it's it's directionless and it's too in too many places, yeah. and it's got way too much going on. To be fair, though, I bet Shaq had a fun time making it. I bet he had a great which time. Is probably and... why he likes the movie, yeah, because he's like all of his memories of it are are probably good. Yeah, you when know? I was I was watching some like you know little behind the scenes clips, and they were talking about how Francis who plays Max and Shaq like really got along. Yeah, and, like, they were having a great time hanging out together. And Francis especially was getting really sad because, well, he didn't have a dad growing Aww. up either. He never yeah. knew his dad. So he was like, so the story meant a lot to me, you know, even as a little kid. And he kept getting passed over on auditions because people kept saying he looked weird or he was like too street. Oh, you know, and he yeah. was like, I just wanted to be an actor and nobody yeah. gave me a chance. And then so Paul Glazer, who directed it, uh, came along and was like, no, I like this kid's style a lot. Yeah. He also didn't know who Shaquille O'Neal was. Oh. He was like, was he play football? And they were just like, he's like <laughs> one of the biggest basketball stars, you know. But they were like, whatever, it doesn't matter. You know? Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll learn. But I, it just, I wanted it to be good and cute. And it just wasn't. It's too dark. I'm not even mad at, honestly, any of the acting. It's no. just the writing. Like, the kid did a good job. He yeah. was just written as an asshole. Yeah. Rather than an interesting fun character yeah he's I, like mad that he has a genie right <laughs> who does that like i understand being skeptical from the beginning but once you realize yeah. he's actually a genie can you be nice yeah you ask a question aren't you curious yeah but no he's like immediately goes from i don't believe you're a crazy person stop following me to 
oh, I own you now and you have to do whatever I say. Yeah. I'm going to use this to my advantage. Which means this kid is a little shit. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Anyway, that's the end. That is literally it. I mean, there is nothing interesting about this movie no, on the I'm internet. Sure. Because I think everybody just kind of wants to pretend it doesn't exist. That's why we all collectively invented Shazam. Yes. <laughs> so that we could forget about Kazam. Yep. Yeah, if you want to go hear more about that, we did an episode about it last year talking about the movie Shazam that does not exist, that yep. everybody is convinced does. We talked about the Mandela effect a bit. Mm-hmm. So you can go check that out, or you can check out all our other episodes. They're on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, anywhere, really. Yeah. Whatever pod app you use, let us know. Yeah, we'll, we'll try and get on there. We'll get on there. How hard can it be? <laughs> If you need to contact us or want to look at our very interesting and exciting social media, you can find that on Instagram at Replay Rewind Podcast, on Twitter, Replay Rewind Pod, or you can email us, Replay Rewind Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know what you would live in if you were a genie. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> uh, if you can, like and subscribe. Do that. Yeah. Give us a rating. Tell us about how great it is. Or tell other people. That really helps. Just like send an episode to your friend or, you know, whoever. Somebody that you hate. If it's a movie that's really bad. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like check out this movie. Somebody that you really don't get along with is like, man, I need podcast recommendations. Send the... (laughs) Tell them about Baby Stay Out. Tell them about Getting Even With Dad. Yeah. What's the movie that we did the most yelling in? That one. We lost our fucking minds talking about that one. probably that one. Um... Maybe they'll be hmm. cursed, too. <laughs> yeah, just share it. You know, it really helps us out. It's just the two of us. Uh, if you want to support us financially, you can go on to our coffee page where you can buy some of the bonus episodes individually. If you want to hear us talk about, like, Scream or Anaconda or Robin Hood Men in Tights. Or you can go to our Patreon and we put out bonus episodes all the time. Cool, weird remixes where we get real silly. Or, yeah, like I said, we do try to do a movie every month. I've never been silly a day in my life. Well, you know, there's a first time for everything. I'll try it. Okay. (laughs) Maybe next episode. (laughs) Well, in the meantime, stay fresh, cheese bags. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, and rewind. I'm going to go get some Ben and Jerry. (laughs) It's your favorite Ben and Jerry. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.